10 seconds. I'm getting get myself ready. I'm ready for takeoff. <laughs> All right, we're pulling get back. Ready for Enjoy it. the flight. God. Welcome to the show. I should be so much cooler than what I am. From Atlanta, Fulton We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. I'm going to question a psychopath. Fucking launching that shit. I feel like you know the words at this point, Crow. You're singing that in your head. I, you know, I have. Yeah, my mind goes off on tangents when I hear that. You're Thank you for bringing me back. Head. Oh no, it's fine. Because I was literally. I saw your mouth moving. Everybody did. There's a camera. Because it's just like this is like yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. <laughs> We're here. We're gonna watch TV. We're gonna talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television. We're gonna make fun of. The goings-ons, the happenings of television. We had the first lesbian kiss in Hallmark TV history. How wow. do you feel about that? First LGBTQ kiss. Say, say Happened it, in our lifetime. Say it more slowly. Happened in I, our I lifetime. I got a feeling the kiss was like the most like innocent little pack. You could have. There was no tongue going No, on. but it was probably a deep t head tilty one. Because yeah, yeah. like we've said in these Hallmark shows, the kiss signifies... They're going to have sex. Well, the it signifies the long-lastingness of the relationship. Oh, yeah. The kiss yeah. signifies the children, the family, the long-lasting marriage, the home <laughs> with the fireplace. <laughs> the kiss has to be perfect. Wow. So, yeah, I'm sure that kiss was fucking wow. top-notch. You know, you know, I tell you what, Hallmark is, uh, again, it, it is one of my favorite segments on this show. We're, we're starting to get more of a, of a format, I feel. So that's a good thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's getting there, you know. Well, because before I think I was too cocky about being like, it has to be what's live. It has to be live TV. And now I'm getting to, I'm like building up what happened throughout the week on TV. Because yeah, I mean, that's yeah, the yeah. best way to get viewers anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's also like picking the most. We might be start, we might be watching the Bachelorette crow is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. But that's that, what that, that will. If that happens, then maybe the show. Ends. But that's what's good about the show is if we don't like something, that's the that's better. Yeah, absolutely. Because then it's just fuel. We're not here to like stuff. That's true. I uh, with, if with, we with liked Hallmark, it, we would just sit here and watch it. Hallmark. It is. I, there's something about the tone of it. That just, it's beyond square. Speaking it's of just, that, we're all done with so the Olympics. It's so pristine. It's such a weird fantasy. Ooh, The Good Doctor. This is a highly rated it. show. Oh, I believe it. Absolutely. The Good Doctor. Is he like a, like, like a politically correct sort of? So The Good Doctor, I think his dad was a serial. No, that might be Prodigal Son. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I think this, it's about like a weird guy. Like he's a weird, awkward doctor. Is he on the spectrum, as they always say? They're all on the spectrum oh, now. Oh, God. 
You know, I tell you what. Everything's a spectrum, man. If I was born 20 years later, I'm sure I would have been diagnosed with ADHD. I'm oh, sure yeah. I would have. Oh, I got yeah, it for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Dude, like when I was a, a teenager. I know? go from moment to moment. I'll come home being like, I'm going to do some work. I'm going to edit TikToks. I'm going to write the format for the show. I'm yeah. going to write some jokes. I have this whole plan while I'm coming home on the bus about what I'm going to do when I get home. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get home, I'll go on the computer, and it's just one distraction after the next. Yeah, yeah. I lose attention moment to moment. Yeah, yeah. It's not no. even one forget. It would be different if it was one forget. I'll forget what I forgot what I forgot. I, I thought I was the only one it. who did this, Keith. I thought I was the only one in the middle of the show. That's one thing I feel good about, too, Keith. Uh, and, and this is, if you don't announce it, but there are many times during the course of the show where I feel like I've got a good train of thought going on, and then I just forget it. Not many times, but it happens probably once or twice an yeah. episode. And I'll tell you what, when it happens this time, I will announce it, because I don't typically announce so it. So the fans need to know that Crocious texted me the correction to that Raiders Bengals game. We talked last week we were talking about a Raiders Bengals game. George Blanda was a kicker in that. It was 1976 and I said, "Oh, it was 1976, <clears throat> which it was the Raiders were like And we were looking at 75, right? Team. No, 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 no. The game was in 1975. We were watching something from 1976 and I thought the score of the 75 game was the score of the 76 game. The 76 game, the Raiders won, I think it was uh, uh, 40 to 25 or, oh no, 30 to, uh, no, it was a 35 to 20. They won that game. But the previous year, the previous year uh, in the playoffs, the Bengals lost on the road to the Raiders 31 to 28. And the Raiders had to go to Pittsburgh to play. And Pittsburgh beat them when Lynn Swan got knocked out. And so I had confused those two years, but I was off by one year. The Raiders have beaten the Bengals 31 to 28 in 1975, not 1976, like I thought. 76, the Raiders beat them 35 20. And that was actually a very big game. For the Raiders were like, the Bengals are a good team, and they dominated them. That was a real Didn't they have a coach named like fucking what was i know frank wycheck or but like didn't they have like a weird like boost collins or something like that in 75 yeah bengals the bengals are paul brown paul brown still coaching their offensive court their offensive coordinator was bill walsh bill walsh was their offensive coordinator from 68 to 75 and he thought he was going to get the head coaching job when when, when (laughs) oh so that's when they beat him and when they when the when the 49ers beat the Bengals, it was kind of like oh it was was a for fucking bill walsh Walsh, there was a certain tradition you guys yeah i could have drafted joe montana here yeah well yeah and just like you know i guess paul brown didn't think he had the temperament to be a head coach because to be a head coach in the NFL, there's a certain, I don't know, there's a certain toughness he thought he didn't have, you know, but he was a very imaginative coach, you know. Walsh is a was an excellent coach, an excellent coach, you know. They had good teams, you know, but, but then he was the head coach of Stanford because he, he didn't become the head coach oh, of the Bengals. You, we fucking nailed it. So the good doctor, the series follows Sean Murphy, an autistic surgeon with savant syndrome, uh, which I don't even know what that is. It's a rare condition in which someone with significant mental disabilities demonstrates certain abilities. Fuck. Yeah, so it's like tar genius or something like that. I have a real judgment of that. You know, I have a real, again, this whole, this whole, spe- you don't want your kid to be a special little guy? No, no. What it really is, is they're saying the, no, no, it's not a state, it's a statement of the people listening to, to, 
you must be on the spectrum because you can recite all these facts and you put it all together so quickly because you're somehow like connected honestly, to the computer logic of things. No, no. <clears throat> people just need to listen to each other. And they don't think it's. I, I think I, they throw the word autistic around too yes, much. Yes, like I think they some do. kids aren't really yes, that autistic. Do. Exactly. And, and I think it's just kind of hip to like, oh, my kid's not a little hyper dipshit. He's <laughs> it, on the spectrum. It, it, it is this distortion of the human ego. Why does everything have to be like a disorder? And, it, like just, my, it's what like you are. You, could you know, just you just be are fucked. Yeah, this is just what you are. You know, it's like not. Oh my god, he's on the spec. I honestly, and I've been around a lot of people. I went to the University of Chicago. Okay, you know, I've been around some smart people. No one acted this way. I, I, I find this Let's is a bit how forced. Let's yeah. see. Oh. You okay. If you're researching which steroid is most effective, I'm not. I'm trying to take my mind off of the baby and what can go wrong and all the other you get it because he has no social cues focus on something i can do well my job i want to touch your boobies and this is this is a popular show right i think it's in his third yeah it's uh it's been on the tv ratings for uh three years it started in 2017 that was the four it's a south korean show what the do you good think doctor, about that? The good doctor is? Well, this is a remake. This is a, oh, an American a version of a South Korean show. God. God. Do they even have autism in South Korea? Uh, yeah, well, they probably invented it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that Asian thing, man. There, You know, it's intense. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> Look at them staring at all those boxes. Oh, God. I just... Uh... Oh, I'm sure there's moments in every corner of the show about oh, of course. how we've seen two scenes and they're both related to it. I bet you that lighting they had to put that lighting in so he doesn't freak out. That's autistic lighting. Assuming it works. He's able to just like do these amazing things because he's his brain is evolved in this syndrome. Oh, it's just annoying. You are absolutely right, man. Autism is thrown around way too loosely. Wait. Yeah. To what? To make it. Oh, that kids guy's seem British. Interesting. That guy's British. The actor. Yeah. The guy who plays the autistic guy. He probably gets all into it. Yeah. Of course he does. Interactive with some retards. Like, like Daniel Day Lewis is my inspiration. I'll truly inhabit the character. You know, this is garbage. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad we're watching it though. Oh, oh this is some microsurgery. It's oh, just shit. like, yeah. uh, why, why does it's just this? The individual has to. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't get things. Uh oh. Yeah, that has to work. So yeah, the the, the cord got pulled out. It never no, got put I in. I wasn't. My my computer wasn't charging. Oh okay. So it just said like your battery's low. Oh okay okay okay. That's good. Hey. Uh, I am still look, on the I wagon. Just, I just, just popped you back on YouTube. I, I've been on the wagon for 13 days, but I'm drinking a near beer. There's no alcohol in this. No, nope, it's the green. Flavor. It looks like uh, it looks like some Irish shit. It, it, it's old old Milwaukee, the same font of old Milwaukee, but a Kelly green background, like the Oakland A's, versus a the kind old, of shiny the old cardinal Iggles red. Too the old Eagles were Kelly green. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's flick around. What were so we trying to find? Like, Hallmark. Good doc. No, no. Good doctor was. I, listen, I was into it, but okay. it's that's what the whole show. But, is. but it is just. Let's see where the good doctor is on the TV. Luke. God, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, good, you know that's a good call. Uh, it's just, pretty high up there. Uh, uh, let's go through uh, first place. I'm trying to figure out when to call it because the new TV show start in September, and I don't know if I want to go the whole month of August with shit bouncing around. So at some point, we're going to call a true end to the season and crown a champion. Okay. Uh, right okay. now, Manifest is in the lead with, with a forty with a forty super rating. Uh, it's an airplane show about telling the future. Okay. 
I feel like people have been putting it on Netflix and just leaving it on. Like it's it's a hipster campaign to make because there's got to be the networks aren't saving it. Like you'd think that it's the number one show on Netflix and they're like, oh, we need to save this show. But they're not doing that. They're just like, no, we're not keeping Manifest going. But it's still the number. It's got like two billion minutes watched. I've been listening to everything you've been saying right now. And it feels good it's, to just listen to it. You, it's, know? you have no. <clears throat> it, it is just. I, I don't know. You should this take whole a watch. like you thing take of a watch. Like, people love like the oh he can tell the future and oh wouldn't that be a great? It's been done before. I, how is that? What do you think was the best you? one? The best he can see. Uh, the fucking Dead Zone was good. Dead Zone was definitely obviously there was Evening Edition of the late nineties on CBS. Yeah, a lot, a lot of Chicago. Monty was on an episode of he was on an episode of, of the of, of the uh, early edition with Coolio and Tone Loke. That's how washed up they were. They were like fuck it's late 90s tone loke had work. a solid career sir oh hey oh, oh listen tone loke Ace was ventura when, when i was uh in college tone loke was a res- i mean i was a respected rapper was tone loke funky cold badina <laughs> like when i was in college isn't that that uh, era of uh, rap uh, to me uh, uh, is isn't just, that the uh, i'm so uh, glad that was my introduction because i think that's a golden era you know but yeah it is uh no it's like dun, dun, funky cold medina dun, dun. Yeah. And with that, we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Here we go. With the fucking cold. So bad. James Bailey's here listening on the drive. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for being our listener because it's. Yeah. I think the show's gotten better. I really do. I think it has improved. Hey, you know, can you do me a favor? Go to keithpazel.com and see if it's streaming on the homepage because I have it set up to. This will be so exciting. This is groundbreaking stuff on the show. James, you're going to be here for this. But again, we're talking about it. I have uh, been on the wagon for 13 days drinking this. Thank you for having this. This is actually, I appreciate this. Goddamn right. We're streaming on the homepage, baby. Awesome. So if you want to go to keithpazel.com and watch live, you can do that right now. You can also click a little button above it that'll send you right to our live YouTube page. Uh, James Bailey, he's listening. However, thank he listens, so and we thank him so much. I felt pretty good. Probably though. pays for a YouTube premium account just so he could have that up. We thank him. I feel good about uh, correcting my wrong over. And another wrong I want to correct too. I did this last week, but I want to repeat it again. I've made the statement on the show that Buddy Ryan was the defensive coordinator for the 73, 74, and 76 Vikings, who all went to the Super Bowl. Uh, but he was not the D coordinator. Okay. It was a guy named Neil Armstrong, who became head coach of the Chicago Bears after Jack Party before Didka. And he brought Buddy Ryan along. Buddy Ryan coached the D-line. He coached the D-line for the Vikings in 76 and 77. Their last Super Bowl, Buddy Ryan was a defensive line coach for the Vikings. Uh, but So I was, I was wrong. But I am right about Buddy Ryan was the D coordinator for the uh, uh, New York Jets in 1968. When they won Super Bowl three. Buddy Ryan was a D coordinator. So I have the same buddy run who coached the bears in 1985. Just to let you know. Oh, I know history. It's his history. You know how I know that? Because people in my family won't shut the fuck up about it. Or or I don't either. (laughs) I'm so sick of that's my one thing with Justin Fields. I just don't want to hear about the fucking 85 bears anymore. Yeah, I'm over it. It was when I was a kid. It was 10 years old. I know it is the, 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 the city. 
it's just, if you do it once there, and that's why Ditka, how fucking amazing. It took him to just do it one time, and he made a fucking career out of that. That's you why know? I'm happy. He that- made a career out of one Super Bowl championship because <laughs> Chicago loved them, and they still talk about the good time. Oh, that's no. why I'm happy that I'm, Hated not, them. I'm not satisfied after the one Cubs World Series because I'm like, I hate that they sold the team. Yeah. I think that they could be the LA Dodgers. They they're sitting on mountains of cash. Yeah. They no. could just buy I mean they spent a lot of their money building up around Wrigley, exactly. but I don't think it's the crisis exactly. they said it is. They're, they they tried to sell it like they're billions of dollars in personal debt. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You have one full year of your own TV channel revenue. Yeah, well, d- yeah, it came into some strong heaven with that pandemic. Uh, it, it will still survive. It will still survive uh, because they Bryant, will make it survive. Rizzo and Baez, you could have kept Chris Bryant. You know, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I didn't know they it's traded the one all trade they didn't get shit for. Well, the Bryant one, they got stuff, but they could have. The word was that they got Joe Bart, who's the b- best catcher and prospect, and probably the best overall prospect in baseball. Wow. And then they were like, no, they got two outfielding prospects. Ugh. But for Baez, they got the Mets number five prospect. Uh, for Rizzo, they got a potential crazy power bat. Yeah. Um. And he's a catcher. So I'm yeah. thinking they're moving Contreras to first base once yeah. this catcher comes up. Because yeah. catching's hell on your knees. You can Absolutely. only squat for so long. Absolutely. It's incredible. Fuck the hole. He could hold five balls at once. Johnny Bench squatted for 17 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never converted converted to first base. Uh, no, he actually played third at the very end of his career. That's even crazier. That's yeah, the hot <laughs> corner. That's not any less. No, that's also because Johnny Bench had great hands. He had great. He had excellent. He was a very good defensive catcher early in his career. I remember Bench at the end. And he was a name in baseball when I was a little kid. Johnny Bench was absolutely a name. Yeah, but he was at the tail end of his career. He was starting to show, show some age. He won the MVP, I think, in seventy and seventy two. He won it in two two years. I mean, he he was a great catcher early on. Bobby Knight and him. He's also a notorious asshole. I guess Johnny Bench is just a prick. Yeah. Like he, he's the guy who's against Rose getting into the Hall of Fame because he's on the senior committee and he has a real axe to grind with Rose. He James like, Bailey's a Sox fan and he says he hates what they did to the Cubs. You know, well, you know, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit like, whoa. I mean, Brian, I th- I don't really pay attention to know, but I think you know Brian's like a very talented player and he's young. Oh, right? he's, I mean, he was a, clearly the face of the franchise. And it's like, you don't just whoa, sell those blue man. eyes off. Yeah, it's a little bit like wow, that's a pretty stark decision. I'll tell you what, you those know? deep blues—they're in—they're in good company out in San Francisco. You know, you know, you know, you know some what it gay is? men are going to be swooning over him, <laughs> right? Yeah, because it's a—it's the premise to a '90s stand-up joke. There's just you mean my act homosexuals <laughs> running around San Francisco. It's not there. There's Asians. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot, a lot of, of Asians. Uh, it's pretty gay. They're all there's Uber no drivers. doubt about it. It's, it's, no, pretty, it's gay. pretty gay. Yeah, it's yeah, gay. yeah. Castro's pretty gay. I've been there a few times. So he's there. As every heterosexual man, every white heterosexual man should have to go to some gay bars in their life because then you will begin to feel and understand. Oh, this is how women feel so when they go. Into here's a bar. the fork we could go you down. You get ogled and you don't like it. Here's the know? forks we could go down. We're definitely covering the first gay kiss in Hallmark television history. Mm, mm. Uh, but we we gotta we, or we, do you want to guess this movie now? I, I, is this their lesbian relationship? No, setting? this that's a that's a show about witches. Oh, 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 okay, okay. This show this is called Love for Real. Okay, Love for Real. Okay, and I, it looks I like, like it. they're on some sort of campground or something like that. Okay, okay. 
Love for there's a, there's a brief one, but the name is also so revealing I'm gonna, too. I'm gonna initially say they're on some sort of group vacation, either with spouses or going on vacation to escape from some sort of relationship. And this lady is uh, meeting someone who is also in her same situation, and they start out kind of commiserating with each other, and then it and then blossoms it into a into relationship. A, what? That, that, I tell you what, Keith. That was a good effort on your I part. I got that just that, from that, two that, people that, sitting that, on a fucking And short. the title, Love yeah. For Real, is that for the comma for real yeah. is like, okay, I think there might be something. I think you're probably going to be, you're going to be closer to the truth than I am. You're better at this. I'd say you got at least two thirds of that correct. You know, uh, I'm going to say for real, maybe some spurned people might be, you know, someone who's been kind of maybe spurned in the past where they thought they had love. But they've met someone through this group, you know, uh, and and they're they're you know skeptical at first, but then it becomes love, of course, for real, for real. Uh, so so I think it may be someone who's been spurned, some spurning going some on, San Antonio spurns, you know. So, but but I think ultimately you're probably what the fuck uh, is going on here? Were they know. putting on some? This that's what just, John Landis did to Michael Jackson when they were casting his face in makeup. They put tape all over his eyes. Who? Oh, John Landis for oh from he did oh, Thriller. Oh. He directed the Thriller mm-hmm. music video. <clears throat> That's my favorite that. part of the thriller movie is they had a whole the making of thriller because it's just a music video. So yeah. to support a, a theatrical release, you had huge. to put something on it. It was huge. The like, scene where he actually cries when it's fucking when he has to become the werewolf, he, get, he actually gets an acting performance yeah, out of oh, Michael. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> He's thinking about fucking Joe beating the ever loving shit out of him. Oil Ray was that was the love interest. I was like, oh, she's beautiful. Oh, just 14. the shiniest hair, and, and, and had a real Jerry going. On. And that transformation, and you know what, was very much related to American Werewolf in London, which Landis directed. She also so, spoke very Caucasian, so your parents wouldn't mind you bringing her home for dinner. I was fourteen. I was probably thirteen when that video came out, and that was a big deal because beat it was badass i remember air guitaring to beat it when i was 13 uh, there's eddie van halen played guitar halen. on that uncredited Absolutely. uncredited Absolutely. wow yeah i know i mean listen quincy they brought the musicians together they he knew did it for free he didn't even ask for residuals jesus so wow. everybody if you don't know that that's eddie van halen yeah he knew what he knew what he was doing you know and then he had a solo the solo is like i mean again michael jackson was a product of this city, and they fucking boy, they they hit it out of the ballpark with that one. <laughs> that was like a money making machine, you know. Yeah, what a star. So do you got our guesses in? We're waiting until it comes back, or do you want to look now? So so again, I said again. So we'll recap yours. Um, I'm saying that either this guy or this chick, because it looks like there's a man and a woman on this. They are two thing. people who are either on vacation or some sort of group vacation to escape a bad relationship or several bad relationships yeah or they're chasing one uh and they're being forced but there's definitely two people who are initially like hey isn't this fucking stupid and then they through them doing that they fall in love because they were in love the whole time for real this time because i think you're probably right uh I think spurn might be too strong or aggressive for a Hallmark show to be sp- like a like lo- you've been spurned to by be love. gaslit. They don't gaslight people, you know, on Hallmark. Yeah. So 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 what they yeah you know it's just yeah this is stupid stuff. Yeah, I I think you're probably and the setting yeah it's some sort of campground, you know like, like it's a it's a retreat type thing. There's a yeah. retreat going on. So okay yeah let, let's see how close we are. 
I I, I like I like right. the elements we put together on this one. So here's the we're going to be like okay. Haley and her best friend Bree go on a reality dating show to publicize her fashion line, but oh. nothing goes as planned when love, friendship, and careers are on the line. So we were both way off. Yeah, we were off. Uh, so, so the reality right. show is right. So it seems like it's some sort of camping reality show. Oh, that sounds horrible. I am just. I, I am getting older by the day. Oh, my God. And it's you know, unbelievable. And you know, when they were pitching that, they were like, oh, my God, it's so modern. Like, what a modern plot. Oh, oh, oh I'm sure they're just kissing each other's asses. It's got the like digital. They're doing amazing work. It's got the digital and the analog. You, you need someone to be a curmudgeon on a writing team. Someone who, like, kind of, you know, you know, whatever, is able to crack the whip a little bit, you know, and, like, kind of put things down. You should be in every Hallmark movie that when something sweet happens, just go... Uh, yeah <laughs> it won't last or just they they start they do the end kiss and you just go get over yourself oh you're i'm so important because i found the love of my life and now i'm kissing get a job well, I turn into, either of you well, 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 work tomorrow well, 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 i turn into kumail Najiani there a little bit oh no no no, no. that's your kiss voice when you go oh your your baby voice all right here we go <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> no why i do that I'm you know a, that guy's an asshole because he's got i'm a clown i'm such a clown i should no be so different <laughs> hey so get some sleep tonight big day tomorrow i will thanks Good night. Where's the cameras? This is not reality show at all. Hold on, be patient. Let it unfold. This is in Hawaii. Anytime you want to thank me, I'm right here. Thank you for killing the moment with your water rescue. Uh, no, did God. I really? No, it's not your fault, but your timing. I was gonna digitally penetrate her. Oh, my camera went. God, I just, I just, this whole like. Glib. Oh, yeah. You can tell this is a little bit of a younger. They're trying to appeal to a younger Hallmark viewer with this. This dude, you know, got his arms yeah. up there with his jam. You know. The chat likes you in every Hallmark movie breaking up the moment. Oh, God. We need a crocious ball buster in every fucking well, movie. Well, it's just. <laughs> I, there's just something about sure them. What's going on, but she's got that look in her eyes. Oh, no. The, I'm going to take that. It's so glib to me. The dialogue she's is gonna so She's going to suck glib. on your balls. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's got that look in her eye. Again, getting exy. Well, Paisel getting. Here we go. Not mm. bad having mm. my own personal stylist. I, I, I want to hear girl talk. <sighs> I'm glad somebody thinks so. Oh, bad who voice. the fuck is that? I'm glad somebody thinks so. <laughs> Sounds like she's on fucking. That is, that is a voice that sells pills. Your amazing <laughs> evening gown. I'm not sad at all. Ooh. You sure? She's Honestly, okay. I'm glad I came to support you. I like it's the way they like the environment they shoot in that makes it seem so fucking phony. Oh, I know it's it's beyond because the the acting isn't any better or worse than any than like a high budget bad thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it's just the ambiance isn't right. Like there's no featured. Oh, I think it's the The lighting. The light exactly. I said the lighting is a big thing, and their room is and the rooms echo and shit. There's no like soundproof. Well, well, I'm sure this is made in some corner in Warner Brothers. No, that they, here's what happens. They film these movies. They have to legit go to like, they probably rented out some millionaire's house. So the place isn't treated. 
They don't film in oh, studios. Oh, okay. Like if there's a movie about an office, they have to go rent an office. Oh, somewhere okay. in downtown LA because that's all they can afford to do, and you can't treat that. So yep. you're literally acting in a room with no insulation, yep. no soundproofing. It hasn't been prepped properly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That makes total sense. That makes total sense. Absolutely, I could see that because I'm sure that costs money. You got to have some trades. Oh, involved and these people to do who that. live in these yeah. houses like it because they pay you. Oh, uh, absolutely. I-, I know someone who had a place in a in a Gold Coast. Uh, there was a Costner movie. I don't know. It wasn't a known one. Costner. They used their house. They made they made in a week seventeen thousand bucks. They rented their house for seventeen grand for a week. They had this really nice like Gold Coast kind of mansion, you know. Uh, anyway, the good doctor looks like it's mid table in prime access too. We got a Ooh. we got a uh, super rating of seven point five six. And what uh, what's the kind of average? That's above average, I assume. Correct? Yeah. I don't even know. Above the median? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's kind of average for the high ranking shows. Once you start dipping below ten million, you're starting to like. I, that's when I think studios panic. They want to get in those double digits. Okay, okay. But God. seven million is definitely good for that. That'll keep you on air for three years. It's incredible how the metrics have changed so much. And again, measuring. Oh, look, what's this guy doing? He's he, what, he's he's contemplating. It also, just what the, the fuck? The makeup with the lighting—it's so plastic. They're like animatronic Ken dolls or something, you know? It's just got my game face on. Ah, okay. She's well, got his game face on. Thanks, but I don't think I'll be needing that tonight. You sure? Oh, oh is I'm he giving him like from the heart? Oh, he's going to give him an earpiece cuz it's like a reality show, so he was probably like giving him tips. I thought he was giving ear. him drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking for like, some Adderall. Hey, no, man, I'm just going to be sober tonight, you know. Okay, hey man, it's cool. okay. Cuz he's like a hip right, dude well, with his he's got his earphones parts. on, you know, like he's on set. Got his ear, you know. Is, is How late are we into this? God, I am so. What do we got? Oh yeah, like we got twenty minutes. We got twenty minutes left. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot's been developed in this. We still got to cover this gay kiss too. Yeah. Again, the setting would be cool to film this. Oh, and they probably thought this is so meta because it's a show within a movie. Oh, I know, I know. Two contestants will leave with a heart, and one with theirs broken. I don't. I still. I don't know if I quite understand meta. A lot of reflection. You know, so much has happened over the last few days, and I, I just keep going through it all in my mind. I've spent what I thought Can you was- imagine the difficulty of this role? I have to act as the guy, and then also act as him acting as the host. Exactly. <laughs> It's it's two dimension. It's like a two dimensional thing. Four you know dimensions, I mean? bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should get my SAG card for this. Oh, oh, oh I. No, oh, he's a working actor. Oh he, yeah, he gets some auditions. He does auditions. You know, he's he's working. Uh oh, look at them all back. I'm not. <laughs> I am not an actor. Can you step forward? I could have been one. Of course. She, I don't know if anybody's ever done that on a production, the victory yeah. fist pump. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's happened. <clears throat> Bailey liked my impression of you. The, oh, it was great. Oh, man, oh, man, I'm <laughs> precious. <laughs> yeah, I, you know. You pushed me to uh, do what I shouldn't I be that way. Just I shouldn't be that be way. I should be more I accepting. To open up myself. Did all you. these girls have storylines on this show, I wonder, on this movie? Because they were the contestants on the show. Absolutely. So when sure I found out that the only real reason you came on this show was for a chance to be next year's Queen of Hearts. <gasps> 
do 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 he just dropped it what's gonna happen to ratings do 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 I need to know I'm gonna have to buy a different shirt with this jacket yeah what's up with that shirt you look like your jacket it's just like what is he fucking Crockett or Tubbs what are the guys from Miami Vice you look like you're swabbing the deck of a ship but like also you're you're going out well again yeah it's it's definitely like sailor apparel you know He's probably got boat shoes on. <laughs> Some sockless boat shoes. I wore those. Boat I wore shoes those. Are fucking gay. Yeah, like, like when I was like in, say, I was 13, 14. That's like my mom dressing me. To our final two contestants. Oh, he booted that bitch. <laughs> Tune in next week to see Marco make his final. What the hell? What are you doing, man? Oh, he booted his girl. God, my what are you ratings? It wasn't supposed to happen. Sure, it wasn't. Well, I hope you get your precious ratings. <sighs> Cut! <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Don't cut those Someone's getting pushed in the pool. Rolling. Who's yes. getting pushed in this pool? Yep. Oh, there you go. Yep. Things just went crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, and this is how they resolve their tensions. And oh, so square. So square. I wonder if my writing is I, I as promise bad. I had no idea Marco was going to do that. Bailey says, "Be that way." He likes when you make fun of of sympathy, of sincerity. Well, it's it's not that. It's it's just. Okay, that was all him. So then, what did you say to him? I pride myself as being an honest person. I try to be an honest straight shooter. I do, and when I sense it, I sense it's still contrived. People are acting like how they think they should act, as opposed to actually being that. Remember, you know, it feels contrived to me. You were filming that. We film everything. Like, if, if there was any dirt in that footage, Emily's minions were going to find it. We got it all. You rug bumping. <laughs> Look at that clear purse. What are they, at Dodger Stadium? Heaven forbid you let a private conversation go to waste. I'm going to go Dodger back Stadium. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. Don't be. We knew what this was. It was a game, and we lost. Yeah. Never let ourselves. I don't know. Something about like her this. voice let me, bothers let me. Go me. talk to Marco. Let me see if I can fix this. Go talk to Marco. Now it sounds like they're at a strip club. <laughs> Why don't you just go talk to Marco? Don't <laughs> blow this out of proportion. I just ripped your tit piercing out. Oh, some. I, I had a passenger this week. Pick him up at the, at the hospital. He had to get eight stitches because he had his nipple ring ripped oh, out. A lot of nipple rings out here. Yeah. Well, you know, it's you know, it's I don't know. It's. So what are you People do are now? lost. <laughs> I'm leaving with you. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Listen, Haley, you've got to. We're gonna get into here. a bad girls club cat fight. They're uh, just gonna grab uh, each other by the hair, start banging each other <laughs> off the counters. Or you go home when they start talking like this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When they're making a point, like yeah, you know. I'm sure you'll make the right decision. Shakespeare Shores, all new season. Premiere Sunday, August fifteenth. We're watching that show. This is <laughs> Chesapeake Shores. Chesapeake. There we go. Chesapeake. It's fine. I, I can fake it for one hour. I'll put on a smile. I'll play their little game. I mean, sure, it'll kill a piece of my soul. I tell you I'm what. I'm not talking about the show. Oh, is it? Is it them? I'm they kiss. About Marco and Luke. Oh. Oh, you mean? Like... Maybe it doesn't have to be. What do you mean? Maybe it's time we give them a dose of their own reality. Uh-oh, uh-oh, they're It is plotting. the writing, too, because, like, whenever someone, when you're inquiring someone further, like, have you ever actually, how many times have you actually ever said to someone, what do you mean? 
<laughs> you would just go like, huh? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It, what? It, it, it feels, again, the writing is very, very pretty cliche. But, you know, whatever. I bet you they get paid pretty they well. They write these scripts like they teach you Spanish in high school. Yeah, yeah. Like it's very proper. Like, yeah. How would a greeting card talk to you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> what are you Chesapeake talking Shores, about? Exactly. You're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> He's foolish. Yeah, very to kind of ever like, let anyone like you slide by. Very stilted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's there's not a certain <clears throat> That's uh, why I think rhythm you should or have accent in it. Yeah. I'm all on board with the framework idea and then just letting the actors riff. Yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. just say like here's what it is, memorize the lines, but actually like how would you react if your friend unsexually yeah, yeah. kissed your boyfriend and you caught them hallmark style like yeah how would you how actually, would you yeah, act like yeah. don't worry about what words are on there just be pissed and yell at your friend right now well obviously you you've seen you know john cassavetes yeah well obviously. i'm a yeah. i'm a natural director exactly because so. <laughs> that's very much uh, what he would do i guess is he would just kind of have scenarios and situation and let the actors improvise and they just well we'll just do another take then we'll do another yeah. one you know and and do several of them and that was sort of his style was yeah i think they had a kind of a loose script i'm sure they had some sense of where they were going to go with stuff but I mean, I think it's just, and that's why there's a very much aliveness to his movies. They're very gritty and real. Cassavetes is a very much a hero of independent filmmaking. I know of his son, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. He makes films. Absolutely. Cassavetes drank, I wanna, I wanna one day drank be a himself guy, to death. Cry, I want to one day be a guy that makes films. Yeah. yeah. And not just movies. Absolutely. Films. Oh, yeah. No. So he, have we had enough of this? Are we ready to cover this? Yeah, because yeah, I'm sort of, I, I, I <clears throat> I, the meta thing you hit yeah, I just I don't like it I don't it annoys me and it, you know sometimes I'm into it you know not then this time I'm to not the TV shows this show's called The Good Witch I don't know what this show's about let's actually google the fucking the plot of this here show uh but Hallmark has a whole a good string of original series that actually get a couple million viewers Oh I'm sh- they're a, a they're a legitimate network oh my god God. I remember when they used to play episodes of MASH exclusively. Wow. That's not a bad And like, and yet. fucking, uh, what's the fucking, uh, uh, Northern Exposure. Oh, yeah. Northern Exposure was in the Had like a harmonica intro. My, uh, my mom liked that show. It's a good show. Fish yeah. out of water. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Rob Morrow. He parlayed that into a quiz show. He, he was in a Robert Redford movie starring Is that the opposite guy? Ray Fiennes. Yeah, Ra- yeah. He Rob got Morrow. that got a fucking New York accent. You know, I don't want to live in fucking Alaska. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't got fucking lamps down here. Yeah, know? he did. His career didn't really take. Oh, well, he had you know he had some, some success. I mean, but he's not a household name by. So any we're going on to man. He was good known at that time. Which eight plus? Catherine Bell reprises her roles. Cassie oh. Nightingale in the oh. series based on the Good Witch franchise of made-for-TV movies. Nightingale, the titular sorceress, titular baby, hey. embarks on a magical journey with her teenage daughter, Grace, who shares her powers. Let's, let's look at the cast a little bit. Can they, can okay. They, All right. They, 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 there's some cutie pies in there. Well, yeah, it's uh, greeting card people. James Denton. I don't know who the fuck that is. We can click on him. You want to see what James Denton's done? No. Well, we did. Oh, look, only shit, love and honor. He's in a Hallmark fucking uh, Catherine Bell. I don't know who that is. 
Catherine, we got double cats here. Sarah Power. The fact that they had Kylie <laughs> Evans, Catherine Barrel. We got Catherine's out the fucking ass here. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that type of actress who would do this. Uh, but they usually have like a, an anchor, like a they had Addie McDowell on one like a month, month. Well, and this a half is ago. a show, so I think it's harder oh, to oh, lock oh, down. Okay, okay, okay. It's a show. Okay, that's crazy when they have a Hallmark movie and Addie McDowell was like, holy shit. It was weird seeing her in that. It's like, wow. Oh, how the okay, mighty. So let like, me she see was what a, the... She was like a leading woman. Like she was in the Groundhog Day and crap. And she was in a, I mean, Who, uh, Catherine sex Bell? Li- sex Lies and Videotape, Annie McDowell. She was also, she was the love interest in uh, St. Elmo's Fire. And she had, I mean, she was in a bunch Wasn't she of in So I Married 90s. an Axe Murderer? I don't know. Uh, but she was in like a bunch of stuff in the 90s. I mean, she was a known actress. Sex Lies and Videotape, as I said before. I was... That was like uh, that. That that was uh, the Weinstein's company. That was their first uh, foray into film, and it was a hit, you know. And, and, and David Cronenberg directed it, and it was very much they had good acting, you know. You know, it was James Spader. All right, was in here it, we go. Know, Annie McDowell was in it. Peter Gallagher, like experienced. Peter style. Gallagher, that man is just made of eyebrows. <laughs> Six months in Paris. That is college here, we here we're catching up. Martha doesn't know. But don't you think she should? I'm having heart surgery. I didn't want to worry you. Look how fat she is. I'm not alone anymore. Beware the zenith of the red hair. I'm going to pretend to die and then marry a hot chick. Zenith. We got to find that second amulet. The latch on the hook. Love how they just throw witch shit in here. We talked about a guy dying. It just looked like a doctor drama at first. And then just like, we have to find the amulet. God. She had a snake for a pet. And an amulet <laughs> to Frank Zappa line. What's he saying? Pull up some exam table. Really? Is she gonna leave me hanging? Pull up some exam table. <sighs> Everything so, tries to be Grey's Anatomy. They're all in hospitals now. It's like they're trying to mix the, all sorts of genres. We're crossing genres here. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be in a hospital in a show about witches. I thought that was Shannon Doherty in the middle initially. What are they going to? They're in here creating COVID. I, I don't know. They're, they're they're creating positive magic. You know, they're wicked. Who is he? Irish? You're fine. Oh no, he's the guy from Nashville. Medically, there's nothing wrong with you. But I'm going to prescribe something. Go home and make that amulet. Go home. Go home. And bump donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Go home, set yourself on fire, and then jump in a lake. If you float, we'll come kill you. God. It matters. The wind seems to agree with you. How crazy. Like, they were actual, like, these witches and their sorceresses. I mean, ways. that's a long. Do you remember Practical Magic? Absolutely. That's a. That's his. Three young hot witches has been the plot of several fucking tales. The Witches of Eastwick? That movie grosses me out. The yeah. scene where they eat the grapes and he makes and they make him throw up or something. I, I actually, uh, you know, I only there's a puke scene in that well, it, they but, drink all sorts of wine and shit and fuck. And then they start vomiting up wine. The witches. It's uh, is Cher one of the witches. Cher, Michelle Pfeiffer, Susan Sarandon and then Nicholson. Yeah. yeah he's it, a witch, it, too. No, no well, he, uh, he he's the devil. No, the I'm devil. just coming in, man. To it, skin some fucking pelt. He's supposed off to be of these. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do when you're in New Hampshire just for six go months in there and you park that beaver <laughs> down the middle. You God, know, think of the sex he had, man. He had some movie oh, star sex. I fully believe Christian Slater and Leonardo DiCaprio are his children. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually sp- yeah. They got my rapist grin, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, Christian Slater was very much like, oh, you look at young, yeah, you young know. Jack Nicholson. Absolutely, I was- might have forced it in, but it was all consensual. You know, yeah, he's got that voice that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're a little apprehensive, you know, being fifteen and nervous. It's so funny. I, I, I feel like I'm a good age where I, I saw the, the artistic rise of Nicholson. And then I saw like kind of the 80s doing good films. And then the 90s, like I'm cashing on. I mean, Batman, just he cashed out on that. He just knew. Like, ever since that, he was like. She just had a vision. Meredith knew I'd be watching. Then she showed you how to make the amulet. I know exactly what we need to do. She knows how to make the amulet. We have to have sex. Can't you have a snake for a pet and an amulet? <laughs> that, that Frank Zappa song, it's a line on it. She had a snake for a pet. <laughs> they probably live in some place called Salem or some shit. And one double chocolate of course. milkshake. Oh, oh, he's dark. Look at this independent coffee shop that has never had money troubles in this small town. I'm sure it's just run <laughs> fucking briskly. You believe that? None of them were in mass. Yeah. No COVID separation. Hmm. Well, my heart just got on a plane to Paris. Do you want any Mac with that cheese? Oh, Ouch. God. Uh, ouch. Chain ouch. Uh, it's going to be a long uh, sequence. I don't know. I've man. pointed this out to her. Yeah. No, there's no, and I don't want to sound like a rogany guy because I don't mean this in a negative way. Yeah. Every dude in every show or movie now is a total fucking femme. Oh, I know, I know. Like, it's, there's it's, no macho guys it, 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 anymore. It, it, it's, it's. I tell you what, I they're you all that. thin and frail and have pink hair, know, and they're like I ambiguously know. sexual. I now I get that there's people out there, but not every dude is like. No, that. of course, the majority are not. Yeah, you know, it, it is just. Again, when I, I don't the, hang around with fucking quiz. No, no. I, I had a passenger three or four, I think I told you three or four weeks ago. Old woman passenger. And, no, I'm uh, just you know, I was driving. Remember that a passenger? <laughs> you do that. That was the signifier. Anything you say. We're going to Dairy Queen. <laughs> I used to do that sometimes. We're going hey, to Dairy Queen. Right there. Right there. Vitae is no, the but head. I. Uh, I, I asked. She lived in LA her entire life. She's in her early, I'd say early mid seventies. I was, I mean, it was a ten minute ride. She's like, yeah, I'm from uh, LA my entire life, and it, but she had a New York accent. It was weird. Uh, but I was like, uh, okay, well, what's different about LA? She's like, oh, and she first, first thing, oh yeah, the traffic definitely is much worse. And California drivers used to be some of the best drivers in the country. They were so polite, and then all of a sudden, it just took this real oh, turn boy. where she's like. What's it with these 30 and 40-year-old men right now? They're not men. They're glorified girls. Your feelings. I don't want to hear about your feelings. What I want to hear as a woman, I want to hear, honey, everything's going to be all right. It's biology. Look at the way they dress. They're like girls. I I, I fucking, I I was losing it in the car. I was laughing hard. I thought she was great. She was hilarious. That was a good like cross section. I like, and then some people would be like, "Oh, oh, oh she, she's internalizing the patriarchy." No, 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 no. She's actually speaking her. Oh, crow. that's what <laughs> it sounded like when you said no. She's, no, 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 no. That's a crowd. Crow fucking devours a box. No, 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 no. But but it just you know yeah I I just I just yeah a. Welcome there is home, a place for the place for the rugged man. The rugged man is ultimately what they what women truly like. Yeah. They like a rugged man. Don't well, let's sp- put it to the don't test. Don't speak too much. Let's put it to the test. James Bailey just got home. Yeah. 
kick your shoes off and demand a foot massage from your girlfriend no, no, right now. No, that's not being rugged. I'm just kidding. Yeah, obviously, I'm it's, just be, kidding. it's being like quiet, like, but you're sort of... Sm- or just you're, like you're kind of confident. stuffing your emotions down. Yeah, and, and just keeping your mouth shut, but being dependable. Here's, here's being macho. Dependable. Here's macho. Eh, whatever. Or, or, or macho's... Uh, eh, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you clearly got tears. <laughs> I'm good. Macho is... See, to me, again... Uh, I've said this before. I think I'm strong. Macho is Jose Canseco to you. Do you picture Jose Canseco as that macho? No, no. I I think of that. When I think of macho, I think of like a uh, like a John Wayne type. I think of Randy Savage. (laughs) I legitimately think of Macho Man (laughs) Randy Savage. Uh, Hector Macho Camacho, who was a I think was a Puerto Rican boxer. He was a bantamweight. A lot of Puerto Rican bantamweights. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, but I think I think he maybe worked up, went up a couple of classes. Hector Macho Camacho, that very Latin thing. Oh, I have machismo, you know. <laughs> a bantamweight sounds like, like that sounds like only Mexicans fight at that. Well, yeah, well, it's very much a Latin. I'm class. a bantamweight, bro. I'm a bantamweight. I'm a bantamweight. Like one nineteen to one twenty six. You know, you're above a lightweight or a flyweight. But but you're you're still kind of a smallish guy. When you get to the 147 range, 138, 147, guys start becoming very dangerous. They become much. I just they don't do any. I mean, chop some wood. That's what they fucking get. A little dirt under your nails. Yeah. Women like a rugged man. I'm not that. I mean, I I, I don't know what the fuck. You're tall. You know. You got a rugged height. Your I height's do. very rugged. It is. I wonder if people see you and they're like, oh, I want to fucking... No, because they see the way I dress. Shag the, this tree. Yeah, you know. And then they're like, oh, he's too numbery. I tell you, he's too yeah. numbers for me. Yeah, I tell you what. This guy's not going to be able to fix a cabinet if it breaks. That's another thing she said. What, well, fixing a toilet? I don't want to fix a toilet. Help me fix a toilet. I got to fix a toilet. You, you should fix the toilet. She was like, you know, and, and that makes, to me, that makes total sense. It makes total sense. You know, no, you've helped enough. Go around your city. They're in love. They just got news and they hugged. Do you know any couples that just hug after they get good news? They probably have a kiss limit. You don't look like Monica. Lucky for her. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, I have a sense of humor in my age. I'm acting. I'm uh, born in 1958. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Just the greatest generation fucking squaring off acting against each other here. Any other questions? I thought I would, but I'm pretty at peace with the whole thing. I'm pretty at peace. I uh, was actually emailing people. Uh, I just got I just got the grasp of the email and uh, (laughs) telling people that I have cancer over. It it is just the most. It's it's like such a soft show too. It's such a very I don't know. It's tone. Oh, yeah. it, it's sort first. of it's way of it's, it's delicate. Uh, you know, it's they, trying to deal with subject matter. But oh know. yeah, they wanted to give that like I feel like they tr- like again they tried to throw five different vibes at you here again. They all, but here's the most important one for the women that watch us. Here's what they want to hear, Keith. You know what they want to hear? Everything's going to be okay. That's what they want to hear. In that oh, I can fast forward. Uh, How uh, great is every, that? Everything is going to be okay. That's what the, uh, that's what we want to hear. I, I believe that. Do we want to crank through a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go a little forward. Yeah, I mean, trust me. This is not, you know, <laughs> we're not watching The Godfather. You know, I'm, I'm not going through my middle age, you know, you know, although it isn't. I think we should start this show from the beginning and watch because we got seven. It's only 10 episodes a season, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, make it a segment, maybe. Let's see. Yeah, let's stop it now. We, we, we went a good 10 minutes ahead, didn't we? Seven minutes I want to know where, if this gay kiss is no, right at the end. Too long. Um, sit down. 
I have not seen anyone do any magic in this, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> furious. I mean, I fast forwarded a little bit. But I need oh, yeah. to see some spells being tossed. I uh, mean, I'm a Harry the Potter special guy. Special effects were not, are not high on the budget on this. Again, they're in someone's house. Special effects. That is a not. John Travolta lookalike. Uh, absolutely. Oh, now we got some the pale same children. What's in it? I don't know. I can't see. Well, look. What, are they building a dildo? Well, no, I think that, no, no. It? It's the amulet recipe. <laughs> the amulet recipe. <laughs> <laughs> well done, amulet. Yeah, they're putting it together. This is how you do an amulet you know, Chinese women, women chicken women style. Make a chemistry. Oh man, I can be such a goof. The making of the amulet. It's just she a. a it's just a hairy up. bush. <laughs> what a little tiny amulet! Ooh, ooh, with purple in the back. Ooh, it turned to color because it's magic and it's wonderful. It's purple. We like the. It's the color of. Oh, I think it's two worlds communicating with each other. Like there's one, one world, and then there's a different one. It's two worlds communicating. Like it, it's their version from like Little Women, the 19th century, you know. And and then like it's this. Oh. It's two worlds communicating. Ooh. Oh it's no, complex. there's no ads. Good for Hallmark. Yeah. Sometimes when you do on demand, they'll make you watch an ad. This kind of wind. Absolutely. So what happened? Did they make the amulet? So the amulet is made. I, well, I think it yeah, finally happened. All right. Well, they let's figure out how to make the amulet. That was the special effect that they had in the show. And it was very pleasant. <laughs> trying to, <laughs> like it wasn't sure shocking we'll at all. Kiss. Harry Potter. And I haven't watched any Harry Potter. Oh. Little, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh oh. Guys, it's actually June. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look, our careers are buried here in the fucking ground. <laughs> Guys, if we save it now, we might be able to get background work. I've asked this question. <laughs> exactly. I've asked this question before. I've asked it before. How much do you think they make a lead actor for one of these? A couple hundred grand a year, probably. Because they, they probably make like five or six during the year yeah. yeah it's it's basically the same like interchangeable actors right they probably have like a pool of like 25 to 30 actors that they kind of have in, in the various productions i wonder how much they, I, I i think it might be a just little just like any other low budget movie they have to at least uh pay sag scale at the minimum so you're look so looking at this chart somewhere between 2200 to 3400 a week for a leading role so if you work six weeks, you know, they crank these things out in a hurry. Oh, yeah. They're doing 10 movies a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're probably making this like takes two. This takes two that, weeks that. to make. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. So the, the amulet went wrong. They broke the amulet. And then the amulet. <laughs> See, this is the different world. I think. See, do I look nervous? You look no. beautiful. Oh, God. <laughs> I now pronounce you. Man and wife. That was perfect. But let's go with oh, husband and wife. I now pronounce you man and wife. That was perfect. Nervous. I'm so nervous. Online two hours ago. Question is, why aren't you nervous? Because I married my best friend. Oh, Here's mine. Because I'm a beard. Can you see it? Oh Here's my, my beard. <laughs> oh. How can you not be so nervous? It's just a guy. It's just it's a fucking boat boy. I wouldn't know how to act Perfect. at this moment. You're you know, I This is the reason why. Yeah, <laughs> Bailey, they're witches. See, Bailey came in. He didn't even know they're witches. They're absolutely witches. The show's called The Good Witch. Bailey, just know 
We're going to start watching this from episode one. God. I think this is going to be our weekly. Oh, we're going to uh, watch. One of the things we'll Written watch. Exactly. Adam. From the moment I saw you, I realized that I wanted to pretend to be straight with you. Focus on the horizon. <laughs> exactly. The entire production of this, it's, it's very, again, there's that, that streak in gay people that I always find interesting. <laughs> you think of like, oh, it's it's all partying and it's all like, all you're getting loaded all the time and you're taking poppers and doing drugs. You're all gay. No, there's a real square side to a lot of gay people, I find. Oh, yeah. Like a real kind of square. It's a lot of just sitting in pocket protector, reading books. Yeah, and, and very, yeah, and very just like having cuff, being very proper. Taking wearing, your cat Wearing to the vet. a bow tie and shit like that yeah. like, a lot of people like, very oh proper, the gays probably hate that tucker know? took the bow tie from you know it's it, it just finish my vows it's, can't it's finish just, his vows there's something very proper <laughs> what happened oh i have to go paint case? my numbers because you want to know why mom had too much of an influence over me Wait, when i was an eight-year-old boy what happened oh, i don't <laughs> you're genuinely interested he couldn't finish his vows the man fell to his knees oh sure? god Ugh. You know, I'm no alt-right guy at all. You know that. You know, I think the alt-right is a preposterous thing. But come on, have a pair, man. Seriously. Well, let's see what have happens. Have a pair. Let's see what happens. I mean, does he have like a... Hold on. We don't know. From the moment I saw you, God. I realized I have to focus on the horizon. He's seasick because they're on a boat. Pass I prescribed? I am. And uh, the pressure point bracelets that Cassie gave me. I'm so sorry. This is all my fault. No, God. This is your dream. Is and now it's your nightmare. Uh, this is your dream. Get you seated, okay? Okay. Yeah. That that sort of reaction. Look how look how upset he looks. Deep breath. I'm just so nauseous. Focus on finishing my vows. Oh, God. Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh. Can you imagine the strength of their love? He's going to give his vows with an upset do, tummy. Do, 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 <laughs> honestly, no woman I've ever, anyone I've dated or even gone on dates, would have they bounced. would slap. Yeah, they would be like, this guy's awful. Yeah. I, been, I mean, whenever we got. I've been cheating on you anyway. Yeah, it's just like. You're now just I just tool, don't feel bad about you know? it. You're welcome. <laughs> I ever told you you're my favorite person? By the way, what I, I just, that thing with me. where Have I ever told you that you're my buddy? That, that, that was one thing I uh, <laughs> one of the reasons why my last girlfriend broke up with me was uh, was because in those intimate kind of those intimate moments in TV shows I would always mock it like the way you did the impression of me yeah. I would do that a lot and that, that was that very much rubbed her the wrong way you can tell I'm broken up by it I can't help it it's <laughs> I just find it ridiculous I find so much like the, the moment of sincerity so contrived and fake and so obviously fake how do you not see it oh but it makes me feel good when I see it resolved in yeah. a little boat they were in a boat but now they're gonna do it on land look at this fucking lighting I wanted to get on that plane without being my wife Oh. And I figured, since I was already going to miss my flight, I might as well get married. Might as well get married. Yeah. I mean, the guy I fuck lives in this town. <laughs> Now's the perfect time. Jim, I always thought you were a sissy and weren't man enough for my son, but... Now, now that I saw you get seasick, I really trust your... Who are older actors? 
Oh, I mean, they're probably just uncredited. With this ring, I promise you my never-ending love. And now for the second time, I officially pronounce you husband and wife. <laughs> oh, they did it at the independent, like, uh, coffee shop. That's yeah, got, the one that's where never... Met. Yeah. yeah, the one that's never been out of business ever. Yeah, yeah. COVID didn't hit it hard at all. <laughs> The employee stayed. And I don't think it's the best idea to start our marriage apart. So if you'll have me, I'd like to join her in Paris. Are you serious? Is that a yes? Yes. <laughs> Maybe I bought that one a little more. That, that didn't seem so bad. Yeah, that one. Seems a little more sincere. What do we got? A little fucking hold you oh, so yeah. Eddie Vedder song Play here. My <laughs> acoustic come George Strait. No, this is like Southern twang. Three witches know each other. Like suburban Southern women, like Charlotte, North Carolina, the suburbs of Charlotte, like they watch this, right? That guy's nose is fucking huge, dude. And it's not, we're not talking synagogue. It also rekindles the love of other couples. Look at this old Look at the bitch. old couple because you're going to grow old together. You know, he's it's nice like, to think that way, but he's uh, going to throw one to uh, her tonight. I, I, I'm growing old alone. He's just like, <laughs> Carol, I'm going to try and have sex with you tonight. <laughs> I can get it up again. Whoa. I want to hear what they had to say. Actually, I want to hear their bad line. Can we go back? I want to yeah, hear their because I'm sure it was like this sort of bullshit wisdom. I want to hear what they had to say. Oh, look, they had two rotations, too. That was yeah. two rotations of wisdom. Usually you just get like a dip and a, and a couple of words, but they had a whole. You pull me close, guiding me home. We're going to see you two at the altar anytime soon. Just as soon as you see a ginormous rock on this finger. <laughs> Careful. Henriette Middleton Jewelers owes me a favor. <sighs> oh, he's you about see, to get a Even when you're old, rock. you can still fall in love. That's what I'm hoping for. Look at her repaired face. That is oh. a face that has been under oh. the knife. Yeah. That is Ooh. a body that needs to be under oh. the knife. Ooh. I don't know. Buying a house is a pretty That is a guy who cut his chin with a knife. <laughs> be close to family made an easy one. I'm five foot four. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm acting. I'm five four and my name is Blaine. Uh, I will Blaine. Not, Great. I yes. will not make you come, but I have $4.5 million. Yes, exactly. Let's go into the bathroom and I'm going to sexually assault you. In fact, okay. in fact, you will be bone dry when I touch you. Yeah. Your woman parts will be absolutely Our bone dry. Our intercourse is going to hurt. You know. It's going to feel like your first time, but it's because you're so unattracted to me. It's going to be consensual <laughs> rape, basically. You're going to be uh, so dry. I've only... Oh, here oh. we go. I, I, I've only... Uh, Crow, this is history. Okay, we predicted the kiss. Crow, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, it's awkward. Second it's awkward. gay kiss in the history of Hallmark. What are we fucking going to this fucking... This uh, Frankenstein creature. <laughs> yeah, this is again suburban Atlanta, suburban Charlotte. Here we go. They're all Chattanooga. Just, now they're all staring at the gay couple. Uh oh, it's gonna be weird when. It Why don't finally... you put that? Put your hand on that butt cheek there. We both 
We both Uh-oh. want a gold medal. Here's the two curmudgeons. Soccer. I bet you these are the two curmudgeons. They fucked once and it was weird, and now they're this like. This could be my role. It was actually something Adam said. I do. It's pretty impressive. He's going to drop everything and go spend six months in Paris with Stephanie. So yeah. that's what this is about. Because the lives are that way, aren't they? We're never going to put our marriage first. Oh, they're married. Well, I'm glad you think so. Are they going to get divorced? Are they getting divorced? Oh, yeah. I think we've both known it for a long time. This is the end. You see, it's bittersweet. When one thing begins, another thing ends, you know? Maybe we have. I'm going to get half your shit, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Then what are we doing? But I love you. No, they don't love each other. Can we like bittersweet? Do you think you can just go? Can you like sign a prenup right now? <laughs> do you think you can do that? No, they're they're thinking can about their divorce. Can we do a, a postnup? Aren't they thinking about their divorce? That's what I thought was going on there, right? Am I wrong? Oh, they go back to their <sighs> bad this life. Dyke kiss. Families are fucking dull, man. <laughs> I find I just I don't know. I'm, yeah, it can be. That's why it's hard to write. That's why family's always got to be crazy and interesting. Here we go. I may we both may want a gold medal okay. in soul. You learned how to salsa for me. Uh oh. Uh oh. They're both athletes. You know what Man, that means. So much unlicensed music to just dance to. I want to say this. Keith Pazel, for those who don't know, is half Mexican. And yeah. He's allowed to say these things. He's biracial. Uh-oh. This is when it happens, right? They've got to do it, right? Uh-uh. Oh, there it is. Then this is the Hallmark kiss. They've got a little more puff-lipped on that one. Oh, they cut it short, yeah, huh? they did, but you know, they, it happened. We're in New England is... No, I think we should just... Look at those whack-ass mini-muffins. Oh, no, they're pretty big. I was going to say, those are tiny-ass fucking muffins. Oh, God. Oh. And this contrived, like, kitchen that just... Oh. You what a know? great way to cruise into halftime. we got so much show left, by the yeah, way. Absolutely. We're going to smoke weed. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get another old Milwaukee. But we should do it. Yeah, we should. Well, let's. I'm going to ease into it a little bit. i got to find the commercials. What year are you feeling for commercials? I'm in denial. 1981. Okay. Including taking that trip to Tuscany. Are you sure you want to go on your honeymoon alone? Moving to Tuscany has always been my dream. You're moving? Who the fuck's dream is that? I don't even know where Tuscany is. Oh, no. It's just. Isn't that a kind of turkey? It's beautiful northern Italy. Like, it's, um, I mean, supposed to be uh, opulently beautiful. It is such a loser woman fantasy. Oh, we'll it's go like, to Paris. It's like and I'll wanting, be in Tuscany. Listen, very few people can just go it's there. It's like for wanting six to live in a tub of Briar's ice cream, yeah. basically. Well, or, or yeah, or just it, it's yeah, it's very saccharine. It's very much cotton candy, you know. And and, and, I, and that's part of the reason why I don't like it because I I think a lot of people think that way, and a lot of women think that way. A particular brand of woman thinks that way that I don't like. I don't find it to be realistic. Oh, I gotta switch it over. <laughs> As I just have my my horrible indictment of women right there. That's terrible. All right, you ready to go to break? Uh, on that note, wah, 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 wah. 
commercials. Oh, they went back to this. This is classic King. They went back to this. Welcome back to the show, by the way. Let me make this official here. Oh, they've gone back to it now? Classic Yeah, King. they have that. Yeah, it's like a 70s style Burger Branding? King. Yeah, yeah. I think I still own a sweater like that. Trying to hello Larry back here. Oh, here we go. Exactly. Uh, the McDonald's land commercials. <laughs> Do I remember? Let me pull that up. I don't think I remember that. Let yeah, me pull yeah. that up. We were watching commercials from 1981. And for me, it's been interesting because I remember some of these commercials. These, these are very deep. Like the protein strand is barely alive in my brain that maintains this memory. <laughs> oh, my God. Yet I still kind of remember it, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. I don't remember this at all. Because this was from like a... What year was this? I mean, I think it went through the years. I remember. There's a 30-minute compilation. Is this H.R. Puffin stuff? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's definitely very influenced by that, you know. This was produced in L.A., I'm sure. Had it. Look at this. This is music. Wonder what I sinister the, things happen to those children on this fucking. Oh, so glad I wasn't diddled. <laughs> I mean, you don't know yet. It could hit you at any moment. Oh, that's a bunch of shit. I, I, you don't believe in the breakthrough? Uh, the repressed memory is overrated. It's overrated. It's just, you know, you, you would have more problems than you, it wouldn't just. It, all of a sudden, it just burst out of me. I've repressed it for so long. Oh, bullshit. Bull fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what year was that? That, that was like... That was like... It had to be in the 70s. Early 70s. Yeah. Early. Here, Maybe even very TV. late. James that is getting a like sneak 71. peek at the script. He's getting a sneak peek here of the news. Absolutely. Can't see that. You know. You saw a sneak peek. 71. He said that was 71. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have faint memories of that because I think it probably was around for a couple years. You'd see a like, rotation of commercial like that for a good solid three years. That made it to like 74. Do we want to do another round of Guess the Movie before we go into so, the so news and the TV this is the history? Next this is okay. a fresh one. Okay, okay. Well, obviously it's holiday, so it'll have some sort of... Holiday will be in the title. She's alone. She has children. Uh, She's... You know, single mother on Christmas. Let's see. Do you want to see the title? A Glenbrook Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So it's she's on some estate. I don't know if she's there voluntarily. Wyatt. Let's just watch. Let's watch. And Hi, let me help let's you. Get, uh, let's do like I a minute. Hard labor. I am happy to help. The McDonald's line commercials ended in the late 80s. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> So Glenbrook is where she's from. She's going back to home. Did you live next door when the Franklins used to okay. live? Oh, yeah, exactly. She's going back to her hometown. Yeah. That's obviously. And I wonder if she's like staying. Jennifer Franklin Morgan was my mother. Was? She's dead. Uh, she passed. Oh, we had oh, an affair. Oh, okay. That's also a key thing, too. So again, so she's going back for a funeral yeah. in her hometown, 
and and she but it's love Christmas. gets sparked love gets her sparked. fucking bitch mother died on christmas you know and so so do we, let's just see what well, i want to expedite it but it's yeah, a yeah. good let's i'd see how quick we can get yeah, this yeah, now yeah. let's see a as christmas nears heiress jessica morgan seizes what seems like her last chance to experience a relaxed christmas and heads off to the small town of glenbrook where she meets a handsome fireman well, at least he's in a more rugged position. He's also probably get, get, like gets like pedicures and shit too, right? The fireman probably does. Who am I so, uh, I love pedicures. We're getting into They're the news. Amazing. We got current news here, everybody. I wish I could be quick. I got to fucking sort through these fucking drops. It's all good. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, we have the original VJs look back at uh, forty years later because MTV started forty it, years ago. Today. Absolutely. You know, it's funny and. This you know what, week. Do you know what happened 40 years ago today, I realized? Finger my, bang anniversary? No. My great-grandmother died. It was my first- Ooh, how'd that affect you? It was my very first experience with death. How did that affect you? I wept. I was 12 years old. I was a sensitive kid. And, and oh, I, yeah. That's why you're a fucking- I, That's why you want to stand on stage. <laughs> and, and I- And I- uh, uh, I had seen her the day before, and she died the next day. She was, like, very old. She was very old. I mean, she was, like, I think she might have been deep into her 90s. I don't know how died. much of this I'm going to be able to play audio-wise, but this is the first four hours of MTV. Wow. You know, I, it's Viddy. Uh, I, I, it would probably be uh, Martha Quinn. The redundant sequencer. You have to understand, that was... Cutting edge technology. The space shuttle was cutting edge technology. Was this an actual launch, or are they just doing it because it's MTV's launch? What's well, MTV's launch? But it's an actual launch. What if they launched it with Challenger? Thirteen. <laughs> it might have been. Who knows? This is T minus ten. Because this is you, you would. When I was in school, like I was in class, you'd watch all it's having a space shuttle go off. You know, that'll be a thing you do as a kid. Entertaining with that. Done. This is old school MTV, man. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. MTV, colored flag on the moon. We only like white people. Tell you what, these Julie guys. Julie Brown is a bitch. We're going to fire her after a year. <laughs> I, I know someone who worked in the... Uh, uh, for the executives in this and said that their hot their Christmas parties were amazing this is when you know they had no programming they held on that flag for at least two minutes oh absolutely here's yeah here's the, the I hate video killed yeah, I, don't, I don't like it either the buggle is so bad boo dooby scooby and the hooby dooby doo see they were trying to tap into the new way we got Rod This is like his lesbian hairstyle. Oh yeah, I think I think he plays uh, <laughs> soccer for the Netherlands. He you loves know? Celtic. He's a big Celtic. Oh, absolutely, fan. out there looking like George Best. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> George Best. You know you're an alcoholic when you blow your second liver too. Yeah, I, I get it. You get the first one out of the way, and you blow the second one. Wow. Well, he died at 59. 59 years old. You know. Yeah. Another, another drunk I read about. I watched this movie recently, Keith. I, I I'd seen the adaptation of 1984, very dated movie. It wasn't very good, actually. But it was the, the, it's Richard Burton's last role. Richard Burton, Richard Burton, you know, famous actor, supposed to be like the next Laurence Olivier. I read his Wikipedia. He drank 
at the height of his alcoholism, three bottles of vodka a day. Yeah, that's incredible. That's awesome. That is. It's like my Uncle Manny. And he smoked. But he was a heroin addict, so that kind of soaked up the booze. Heroin is like bread. It soaks up the alcohol. Wow. Wow. And then, and then, (laughs) and he also smoked five packs of cigarettes a day Richard Burton did I mean I guess there were times he was acting like in the mid 70s he couldn't like stand up and shit <laughs> he had to film stuff where he was just laying down because he was so wasted but his voice was so good he still got roles it's amazing Hell yeah. look at fu- Rod just eye fucking that camera dude, you have to I mean dude he was he was very much an androgynous kind of figure at his time you know that was a big rumor he blew a bunch of dudes <laughs> Is this Joan Jett? I can't fucking stand Joan No, no, this is Joan the Pretenders. Jett. It's the Pretenders. It's actually good. You know, I thought that was Annie Lennox for like all last Tuesday at Mexican Village. Uh, it's a uh, open mic here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I was talking to John Pridmore. He's a comic, gay guy. And he, he was talking about the Pretenders, how he like Pride Flash Mark. saw the Pretenders. He was just at some random festival and he's like, the fucking Pretenders. Yeah. As a gay guy, he's very excited. And I was like, oh, fucking Annie Lennox rules. And he was like, no, that's the 10,000 Maniacs. He, he fucked that up too he fucked up no t- i fucked it up no Ten Thousand maniacs was natalie merchant okay that's what i fucked up then no no yeah. no no no, no, no you, i fucked it up i yeah. yes yeah you because yeah. the, he was like i was like oh yeah annie lennox and then he was like that was the arrhythmics yeah but but, he, but you said Ten Thousand Maniacs. if he said Ten Thousand maniacs no i said Ten Thousand oh, maniacs oh, 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 okay, okay and then okay. he kept and then it got into a thing where basically every female artist he named i thought it was annie lennox <laughs> No, this is uh, Chrissy Hines. I, I always kind of like that look. Like, let me hear this song. This that is good fucking, song. We can't hear it. Oh, Here, oh, here's oh, how we can. can hear it. Here, check it out. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, I had to hit the the like the button to us be in the studio. James didn't hear it, but they they were a they were like a hip. I you like that hairstyle? That looks like that. She looks like a rat. I I, I used it to looks find, like a rat. I used to find that kind of attractive when I was younger. If a woman had like big bangs like that, it was like I don't know, it was something mysterious about her or something. I'm trying to get one <laughs> with the VJs face, though. You know? Oh yeah, it'll it'll come page. We'll get there. You know. I think I, I thought it was Martha Quinn was the very first one, but yeah, the the I'm sure they all Nina Blackwell. She looked bad then. She was deemed like this wild woman with her hair. You know, the fuck is this? Oh, is this is Jesus Jones. No, I'm telling you. No, God, no. This is 10 years. Before. The cars. Double life. Double life. Yeah. The cars. You know, they knew new media. Look at that look, man. I'm going to go back and try and get a VJ one. It's here. hilarious. That look. Okay, here had. we go. The cars were great. Very good band, I think. It's Elvis Costello. Oh, this is three. Man. 3 to 6 a.m. Man. This, think of it. People were probably coming back from the party, whatever. They're just loaded in New York, living in the Lower East Side. Maybe, maybe they have cable. Maybe they don't. Trying to find. Oh, this is VH1 Classics version. Fuck that. Sorry, I'm trying to find a good version here, guys. It's all good. It's Take your time. We can talk, chat during this. You know, yeah, it, it was... Uh, Trying to find the original. Were the original VJs in eighty one, or did they come in like eighty two? No, no, no. They were in eighty one, and they were they were there. I mean, that was a little team for a while. That went on for a while. You know, it was weird. MTV Metamorph. You know, it just changed into something that was so different. 
whatever. They they knew programming, but I was saying I had a friend who worked there in, in, in upper management, or she worked for the, the upper management there. Like all the executives, their Christmas parties were, they'd rent out like the Roxy in New York or something or some amazing venue, the Palladium, you know. And uh, and they would, uh, you know, have these very lavish Christmas parties, you know. And the executives were just like getting bombed, like laughing. Like, <laughs> like these cliche businessmen, like, we're making money hand over fist, aren't we? You know, sort of the, that, that, that was kind of the vibe of the, uh, of, of the party. It's still oh, a yeah. thing, right? MTV is still a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just more TV. They don't play music. Well, yeah, it's, it's just, just TV. TV yeah, that's why that, that, that changed 25 years. Rock and roll magazines on the shelves. Guess, what do you think? Write to me, Alan Hunter. Alan Brown, Hunter. Station Locker yep. 19, zip code 0000. I remember thinking he looked old. He looks like he's young. sitting to buy heroin. <laughs> Those, uh, senators' wives from Washington, the PMRC group, who uh, have been rallying for censorship of records. Yes, I remember they talked. Yeah, they were Tip fighting back. Uh, Judas Priest music from that Turbo LP. I, I really like for them to go out. The very straight Judas Priest. That guy's not gay at all. <laughs> Look at that leather and that baldness right there. Especially the song Turbo Lover, which is, of course, another video. We which have. is, of course, not terrible song. And it's not uh, Martha Quinn. I remember I thought she was right so now. like, look at her. She's got that same hairstyle. She's cute, right? You would admit she's cute. Eastern, four central and two Pacific time. Hey, you know who wrote that? Huh. Here's something oh, I wonder if you know. Charlie You got to you got to cover for me, Crow. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. She was uh You're totally right. She was so cute. She had those same bangs as Chrissy Hines from The Pretenders. And look at her. She looks good. You know? right. There you have it. World premiere. Alan Hunter. Where's Triple J? Jackson. JJ <laughs> Jackson. Something like that. They're not married yet. Triple God J. Damn. I don't think they would like to take her. Maybe they brought him on later. He's from L.A. Don Johnson and Belinda Carlisle with uh, her. Isn't Don fashion. Johnson the heartbeat? Kind of well, he was in Miami Vice. These days. He was in a. Within the He's also in Django Unchained. You know, he played the one Klansman they shoot. In part by Dweezil Zappa. We designed it for you because because Frank Zappa's son, the right there. You can just, you can sit home and you can have a, your your own. I spilled near beer on me. That was a decent save, though. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was doing that. Transition. Well, I'm gonna figure out a better situation for this life. Okay. I meant to. No, it's just. Yeah, Dweezil did some stuff on this. Colin Moon. I heard they would expose their genitals below the camera a lot in these early ones like they would sit with their genitals exposed <laughs> kind of like how we are right now <laughs> this guy Request number two true blue from a there's not what that the fuck is they, he wearing they have not shown he alan, looks like the trunk of a taxi they have not shown alan goodman nina blackwood or or triple j uh jj jackson they've shown alan hunter uh, project, and martha near, quinn near and that's heart, it it's a, they haven't yeah, had the other three he looks like a 1970s suitcase m m he looks like luggage no that that's 80s actually it's very 80s actually a checkered suit oh absolutely but that color the color uh pattern is it, it's Heck of a difference there. Every Sunday night here at MTV, look at her. We give you a she was so cute. Did you I love her? Was, I thought she was so cute. Because that's a girl so. that you think like I got a shot with her. Of course, she was like Janine. Which is you kind there, of saying there never would have been Janine Garofalo without Martha right. Quinn. But that's also you kind of saying that she's a little ugly. Because you're like, you know, I can get that. No. <laughs> no, there's something. There's Mark Goodman. He was he was the chosen bon Jovi. people. Now, if you are one of the he was a globalist. Was a, a copy of the the Middle man. Eastern globalist, too. Yeah. yeah. That guy carries the AK-47. Check out that fucking afro, man. That's a Jew that guards the palace, if you know what I mean. Uh, the beginning, we Look how young he is there, man. 
Look at that. Gracious woman. Bon Jovi rules, dude. I was listening to It's My Life today. Not even early Jovi. I'm talking about they 2000s crush stink. Jovi. They stink. I, I this ain't a song for the mm-hmm. broken heart. I have never liked them. Black Ever. Black Not Black one Black song. And I. You don't even like fucking. Uh, Living on a prayer. The I can't stand any of that. Love medicine. This world, your love is like bad Bro. medicine. I fucking. Kids my age? Hate. And they're when, ironic goof and they know it's not an ironic goof we would be having parties and we'd be playing music and shot through the heart would come on and that garage would bump dude when that would we would all shot through the heart and you're too late oh it's so good i'm i'm, I'm fuming right now i don't know if you can see that i'm literally <laughs> but just, we were drunk and kids like it wasn't kids it was last Do you know year, what br- you know what brought that music into the forefront it's for Dweezil us and moon unit zappa <laughs> brother and moon sister. goose fucking moon Stone unit Queen. zappa i was like 13 like that's such a weird like artistic weird name to have, have moon day. unit zappa <laughs> Dweezil Zappa married Lisa Loeb. But the I don't know the video is. game rock band uh, got all that like it put all that eighties music back into the fucking yeah. into the cycle. Uh, th- th- that's but Bon Jovi's one of the ones where like hair metal's hair metal, but like that's catchier. It's the catchy stuff. Oh god! Because I don't like Poison or anything. I don't like Poison. Yeah. I don't really like uh, what's the one armed band. Def Leppard. I, I don't really like Def Leppard. Def Leppard's in the cycle out here in the news. Um, I don't know who that is. I love that song. I have right now, no we'll kick it off with Heart and Soul from T'Pau. Dial-up TV phone line. T'Pau. I, I actually don't. That must have been later 80s. I don't know who that was because I, I wasn't really, I didn't watch a lot of TV in my, in my, t- you know, my college years. I was literally out getting drunk. That's what I was See, doing. See, Bailey knows. He goes, I can't stand Bon Jovi. But I did dance a lot in grade school to "It's My Life." Well, that's okay. It's I, My I Life allow was that. their was their re. That song came out in two thousand. I think people like "It's My Life" because the, it's the first time Bon Jovi released something in years, and they wanted it to be bad. But everybody was like, "God damn it! I fucking like this song." I just see that that little clip of Samantha Fox. That a Samantha Fox video. Just she was like uh, uh, Samantha Fox. Ooh, hang on! I'm no, gonna no, take a clip. Is it, is it, touch me. Yeah. Did you see? Ah, uh, oh, shit, we can't. It's like they were shooting in a Tim Burton Batman movie. That, that her? I just thought out today, she's gay. <laughs> I never knew that. She's like married to her lover. She rode the rug? Yeah, she rode the flying I, I, carpet? I, I, she was, you have to understand, she was a sex pot for some guys. In the, in the, in the, in the, their early masturbation of the generation probably... Five years younger than me, Samantha Fox was a thing. I, I was, you know, I was, my cousin's name is Samantha Fox. <laughs> I was probably, I was probably eighteen or nineteen, so I wasn't as into her at that time. I think my taste got a little bit more refined. Who was I into at eighteen? When did VH1 come about? I, 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 Late eighties, because Stand Up Spotlight was on VH1. Uh, I want to say more early nineties. I saw David Spade on Stand Up Spotlight. Wow, wow, yeah. It's probably a breakthrough. Oh, there's probably so many comics I saw that are dead of drug overdoses or just heart attacks. Yeah, just bad lives. Fucking Bobby Collins. He's a ship act now. He's a boat act. (laughs) Early David Spade. Ooh. Larry Amaros. That that was pretty good, actually. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember him being in. Boy George was a <clears> phenomenon. You want to watch that? He said, that? That's another thing. This whole thing, like, ooh, yeah, we're playing, you know, genders. I mean, this was like a real, you know, early 80s. Had well, a, this had wasn't a gender. gender bending. He was on heroin. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's actually what a lot of this is. He I mean, he's a, probably the most macho man of all time. If you see, he's clean now. He's probably just like, hey, I'm fucking Georgie. <laughs> he was a flat out <laughs> junkie. He was a big. He nods gay off on camera. Junkie. Oh, absolutely. You've seen those, those clips. Like, it was before maybe like a. Live Aid or something like that, or I don't. It was, he was a with Sting. It was a photo op. You want to watch Live Aid? I watch Live. Yeah, I, I, I got Live Aid. It, it was like it was a photo op of him, Sting, and like two other musicians. Who it was some festival, and he was just literally nodding off and like mumbling stuff. He was just completely, just completely junked out, like a total British gay heroin addict. Hell yeah! <laughs> like living and just that sounds like a, it, if I know? was designing a character for a game or a movie, yeah. that's I would be the gay you, British you, heroin he was, addict. You got He was. It was very risque. His thing was. I mean, again, you may look at this. I mean, and, and think like what you're going through now is like, ooh, ooh, we're the first to do it. No, 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 no. That's always been an issue. The, 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 with the working with gender, the playing with the gender, the what they call gender bending. I mean, he's very much. They you know, used to say this to Boy George a lot. And you can disagree as long as you don't shoot anybody. <laughs> but they met him with himself with heroin. With heroin. Yeah, he was a flat out junkie. And, and uh, but they were huge. Culture Club was huge. That they, they were uh, Did you like them or was that two eighties? Is that a little too Kenny Loggins for you? <sighs> Am you know, alive? I, I thought I, I hate to say this, I'm, I'm gonna you know, this is me being uh, in Wisconsin and being thirteen, fourteen years, maybe fifteen. It was a little bit yeah, I want a little more of a harder edge. It's a little bit too gay. Bro, what if I were to look at you longingly in the eyes and go, even though we ain't got money, <laughs> I'm so in love with no, you. That, that was not. Everything <laughs> will bring a chain. Love, I, I, I also didn't like metal. I was a punk rock guy. I liked punk rock. In the morning you know? when I rise. I thought That's I one of my, if you ever see Wet Hot American Summer? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a quick scene where Tony Marino <laughs> is fucking, or whatever, Ken Marino is driving a van yes. and he's like he just kissed a girl yeah and they cut to him driving and he's going even though we ain't got money and he's singing the song everything and then in the morning when i rise and then oh and he hits a fucking guy oh shit and he fucking hits again it's just yeah, the yeah. best contrast yeah absolutely to him singing logins in messina and then getting into a deadly car accident it's a great movie it's hilarious i love it uh, let's go. Boy George, I, I was kind of. Well, I was sort of into oh, you want to go to that part too? Nah, nah, it's only we, we a minute. It's a minute and a half. Yeah, it's short. So, but yeah, what a. Uh, he, I mean, he was a cultural yeah. phenomenon. He I'm still tours. Yeah, he played in Champagne like four years ago, and I mean, he still tours and stuff. I mean, he's, I think he's clean and sober now. People either like or hate about people don't really react. I mean, he's in his they early twenties. He's gay. He and sounds he's so British. Oh, he's gays don't British don't sound gay. Oh. Dude, like I, they don't have the same. Maybe to yeah. British people they sound gay, but to yeah. me it's just like, yeah, we're going to see Spurs <laughs> at White Hart Lane. I, I say one cock. thing: the, the the British do gay very well. I think they do gay very well. Black well, men in America, a little pompy anyway. Well, it's, and it's and they all want to be like Oscar Wilde. They all want to like you know gut you with a, some great four syllable word, and you know you'll, you'll realize the burn fifteen minutes later because ooh they're so witty and yeah. I, <laughs> I just uh, no no you know. 
That's just my. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. Br- British do gay very well. It is very good. Very well. They do it well. I mean, Oscar Wilde, man. I mean, he literally took took the world out of the Victorian age from his plays that had all like double entendres. Like they, they took that from Oscar Wilde. Like, ooh, ooh, double, a lot of double entendres, like, you know, a lot of innuendos and shit. So, they all got that from Wilde. You uh, know? That's what they still do. George it. Clooney and his wife. Yeah. People were so happy when he got married. Do you remember that? Do yeah. you remember when it was Clooney the Bachelor? Oh, yeah. And everybody, the ER Clooney? Yeah. Let's yeah. look at ER Clooney right now. Well, yeah, well, he was well, he was married when he was young, and I think it did not go well. <laughs> and he just swore off marriage for quite some time. Well, he always, anytime you're 32 years old, but you have that little wisp of gray, like you're 50, that just fucking magnates pussy to your fucking, yeah, yeah. to your penai. <laughs> yep. ER Clooney. Oh, we got his best scene here. Oh, man, look at that. Yeah, this is when I first uh, was exposed to him. You know, sort of. This is, he, I mean, he, Say it like it was an STD. He left the fuck out of this show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised they trucked on without him. Yeah. I'm a seat, Doctor. Are you sure you don't want some coffee? I got an extra one. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll have to drink it myself. Can't get enough of this stuff. Who's that? It's Detective Brannigan. He's part of the uh, felony review team. They investigate all the uh, first-degree murder cases. <laughs> he always looks down. I'm not trying to hang you out to dry or ruin your career. But um, he was looking down. If you showed yeah. Mrs. Abbott how to alter the PCA to deliver a uh, a fatal yeah, wet hot holds up. You can be held accountable. Oh, Ooh, we got another uh, sports key to wrestling. I believe we got uh, Kevin Kellum maybe in the chat here. That's good. It's good to hear. Mike's have diluted an hour through the PCA. Oh. Mike's yeah, wet hot does match. hold up. He's always looking down. I'll tell you what makes people wet and hot is old E.R. Clooney. Yeah, yeah, this was he, this is him playing basketball at the Hollywood YMCA Clooney, you know? Yeah. This is like, you know, it, it's like that era of Look Clooney. at him eye, eye acting the fuck out of that guy. Yep. He's manipulating him. I, I'm getting it out of you. Look at that. Did you see that eye? Yeah. It was empty. He's pissed. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's him being like, do what I want. Yeah, exactly. You're and not also, acting right. Yeah, yeah. Diluted, you originally placed in the machine. It was empty when uh, Detective Brannigan examined it a few minutes ago. Mr. Solomon. I'm going to crush your mick Wait. fucking neck. This is his moment. Say something. I dedicated my life to pediatric medicine. And cared for dozens of dying kids, kids in agony, pain. Just dozens? 24? <laughs> Ricky Abbott was going to die. Oh, so in a month. Yeah. Or a week or a day in hours. And nothing I did or, or could have done was going to change that. So, yeah. yeah, I blew his brains out no, right there on the bed. I, I think, yeah, I think he, he mothered or he watched one son. Yeah, they, they were dealing with euthanasia here. Euthanasia was their topic. Sickness. I always thought euthanasia as a kid sounded like some sort of hunger drive. What? <laughs> that that used to confuse. I also was confused. Gorilla war. Because people like, would how be can like, you fight a gorilla. How can you, you know? be for euthanasia? And I'm like that. You don't want kids in Asia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I was, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like talking about youth who live in, in Asia. Asia. Yeah, 
who needs something. Yeah, what about the euthanasia? They're going to be taking care of their grandparents eventually? In the end, that's all they have. Look at that. So he basically is admitting it. Tell me, were, were you relieving the, uh, the child's suffering or were you relieving your own? I relieve my Ooh. suffering. There we go, there we go. Doing the right thing. Yeah, that was some good writing there. Yeah. Little, but you know, you know. He's like, sir, I relieve my suffering inside of nurses and closets <laughs> every night here. Yeah, he's a, he's a womanizer in this role. Complications. That he really did die with dignity. But you left. Grey's Anatomy wishes they had this kind of dramatic pause well, well, to it. Uh, they, they are certainly trying to. People who like Grey's Anatomy, it's it was basically put out as a competition. Clooney for ER. would get everyone's mom if he wanted. They say on the chat. Yeah, it's true. Even now, she especially now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nikki Abbott was wrong. You can't convince him. No. Was this his last episode? It was his best scene. It says. Oh, his best scene. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the ER was, you know, ER was a, it was a definitely well written, you know, so well constructed drama. Here's why you know? I brought that up, though. A Sun article. This is a rag. Uh, George Clooney pledges to raise fifty million for uh, at the flooding of victims uh, in Italy. Italy got flooded. We're gonna watch flooding I, I think, of Italy. Flood. We're gonna watch laugh at Italians running from water. Well, yeah, because he uh, he goes to Italy a lot. I think on vacation. Yeah, his wife is like fucking Amalia yeah. Francesca Badidibu. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and they're washing the way of the spaghetti. <laughs> Just out there bailing water with pots like morons. Yeah, I guess that, I mean, Europe has just been getting hammered. Just hammered with rain. They've had the water it come everywhere. It spread down like the, <laughs> like the sauce, like the spaghetti sauce. <laughs> you and your F. Ethnic, hum- ethnic humorist Keith it's Basil. Best. It's the best. <laughs> it is. It's to me. It's like why can't you do Saturday Night Live? You should do good ethnic humor to me. I'll, I'll never forget that. The I think I talked about this before, but there, there was Eddie Murphy and Joe Piscopo did these three commercials. They're, they're fake Saturday Night Live commercials that you can't find anywhere. Sorry, you can't Sorry find about the any, camera. You can't find these fake commercials anymore. I want because, you to go to the mines because and it was ethnic humor and it was Eddie Murphy and it was. Uh, uh, and uh, and Joe Piscopo, and they had like different beers they were selling. It was different. One of the beers was like it was like you've had a hard day. So look at this. Folding the. Lo- <laughs> this is the this is the original. This is the face of the mafia now, and she's going. I want you to go to the mountains <laughs> and find the sauce of this rain <laughs> and neutralize it for the family. <laughs> They're we not need all- to go to war with nature. <laughs> Just, I mean, I wouldn't spend my life jutting my jaw out like this. I, I've literally, you know, you're you're pretty honestly for being a you know a, 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 you know whatever. Growing up in a trailer park, you're pretty woke. You're pretty woke. Oh yeah, yeah you're pretty. I woke. don't truly hate Italians. Are yeah, fine, but no, they're morons. No, yeah, but they're you, fine. You, no, you 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 don't, you don't like Italians. Stained shirts. You, you don't. Like- I don't like the way they fucking just pump up all the time, and they they shake your hand. You meet them, the first thing they say is, "I'm fucking Tony Italian <laughs> from the Italian family." Dude, that's if they are here in Italy. They're basically oh, kind yeah. of European kind but of. You know, Stanley, although Tucci. there's still a little bit of yeah, yeah. You mean you mean 
The gay. Famous gay actor. I don't know what used to come up from this sky. I don't know. God, I, 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 That's pretty terrible. So so My grandmother under a car. Ooh. Yeah, you haven't seen the mayor. He's fucking. Uh, he's washed away. Checking on the prosciutto in the kitchen. He's, uh, he's actually. Uh, he's in the great bocce court in the sky, as they say. You know? How do we feel about Italians in the chat? You know. <laughs> I want to get a, a, a base level. Are any of you Italian? Uh, I, hey, my writing partner is Italian. I'm proud of it. But you know something? He is uh, very educated. Croatish. We need to educated. put a little skadoosh in this script. You <laughs> well, know? you know, it's got to it's have a little bit of, you know, there's you know something in there, you know. It could be a little soap opera-y, whatever. So, yeah. Clooney's going to save uh, Italy. He's well, going to save Italy. Well, I think he's probably trying to get some money. Just like, okay, I'll be the first one to put some money in. Other folks got to put some money in too. So did you watch you know? this Woodstock 99 documentary? I did not. Is it on HBO Max? Yeah. Or what's it on? I did not. I actually, I will check it out though. Thanks for the reminder. Um, I'm going to try and find MTV footage. You know? Yeah. MTV coverage. Look at that. We're live on YouTube. So, yeah, it, it is... Uh... Yeah, I, I did not because yeah, I remember this being a story when it actually happened. Here's you know? uh, looking back on it at the time. In the summer of love. At the time, I can't <laughs> think of anything more than I wanted to do. This was Limp Biscuit, yeah. fucking corn. Oh, it was just so right up my alley. <laughs> that was my era's hair metal. Yeah, it was like yeah, corn, yeah, Limp yeah. Biscuit, fucking yeah. mud vein, God, jewel. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, 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 I hear it. But know. this documentary, uh, so this Woodstock '99 documentary, and they are right. It's a, they're they're basically trying to frame this as like the beginning of the rise of toxic masculinity, like uh, the the whole through line in the documentary. Uh, uh, the, the toxic. Uh, it's been around since uh, the whole the species. Th- yeah, first of all, but the whole know? through line of the documentary is that like. Kurt Cobain had died, so like the chill vibe of the 90s died off once he killed himself. Yeah. And that gave way to like, uh, like in the 80s and 90s, kids that liked rock and roll music, like he was a voice of the disenfranchised. Yeah. And they really were like, there was a purpose behind their sadness. And they're trying to say that like everyone who went to Woodstock 99, they were just rich white kids. Yeah. With, and which is mostly true. Yeah. But well, I was a little bit younger than fa- them. Yeah, yeah. And then I just felt so attacked watching this documentary. They were just like these white little aggressive rapists. And I'm just like, I wanted to go to that. I wouldn't have raped any women. I would like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. saying I was an aggressive young white kid. I was yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did. I mean, it's, this is what all festivals are. I can't go to them anymore. Well, no. And then they try and blame Fred Durst because Fred Durst kind of was just like, look, they're setting shit on fire. That's pretty fucking cool, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 And feel what we're doing. Corn ripped it the fuck apart. You see the wave of people. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, the big problem was what they ran out of water. Like they try and pinpoint it on everybody. It was the toxic masculinity. It was yeah. Fred Durst. It was all these girls walking around with their tits. How do you expect not to be? Yeah. The dude who created the festival literally victim blamed in a hack way. Victim yeah. blamed. Yeah. He yeah. basically said like, yeah, it's bad that it happened. But like, you know, if you walk around naked, that's going to happen. Yeah. Basically. Well, yeah. You, you can't. You what know. were you wearing? Nothing. Yeah. 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 
you know, right. but it's everybody had fun. Um, but they there was no water, and then like the tubs they did have for water. Uh, it was like a three day festival, and the showers were all piecemeal. Was still in, oh in yeah, the game. yeah. The fucking uh, showers were all gross and piecemeal, so people yeah. were showering in the drinking fountains. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I felt so attacked, and I for no reason they were talking about white kids in their twenties, and yeah. I would imagine if you can make your way to bumfuck New York to watch Limp Bizkit play at an airbase, yeah. you're probably pretty well off. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, so I'm not attacking their point, but there was this one lady specifically who just was poo pooing on everything. Yeah, everything that happened. Yeah. Well, they were just white and aggressive, and then this happened. Even yeah. even old Alicia was like, "This fucking chick is the worst, dude." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I want to see it. I want to see what they have to say about it. Because, I mean, again, I think of this year. I mean, I, I just started working at the city. I started my career. I graduated from grad school this year. And it was like, I started to, it was like my mind was just not in the place of, it, it was me becoming an adult. Yeah. You know? I also, uh, they also try and lay the point, And I don't really agree with this, that like, because the 90s didn't really have any major conflict, like early on it did. Yeah, yeah. That like. There was no reason for kids to be angry. So this anger was all misplaced. But like, dude, like yeah. I had two, I had a broken home. I was upset yeah. that I was upset that I wanted to live in. It was little shit, but like yeah. I was pissed. No. We didn't live in Chicago. Yeah. I was mad. My dad was a fucking drunk. Yeah. Like I was you upset. Dealing that my, with life. Like, I was upset about shit. Yeah. It wasn't like, I didn't give a fuck that there wasn't a world war going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't buy into the theory that there has to be political strife going on to be angry about your life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, but they were not come from broken homes. Oh, no. Well, I mean, but they probably their brothers were probably dope addicts and shit. Like there's other stuff to be pissed about. Yeah, it's you're going to watch Limp Bizkit to rage about something. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there was no massive nationwide issue to rage about. Ah, That's just uh, it's that's through the lens of the younger generation's perception of things. And it's distorted and wrong. Now this is dangerous. They start dismantling People towers. Upset. And this shit. is the first generation that yeah, truly was. Uh, when a manager uh, come around me and say, "Fred, I think you kind of incited a riot." Stuff. They started ripping down buildings and the scaffolding, and that's you want to see what Fred Durst looks like now. That wasn't from yeah. walkways by the restroom. They yeah. were tearing down. He was deemed like this sort of like bad guy, bad boy. I saw was having an amazing time. Fred with his like, "Come on, let's break stuff." That song. Him doing that, it just sent it over the top, and that's when all that stuff happened. First people hurt. That Jonathan Davis, that guy from Corn, he's like a total yeah. right wing yeah. fucking. Yeah. Total right wing. Yeah. All of these guys fat at fat chomp. Hey, I, I want to watch this and what you've described it as. I want to watch it's it. It's actually now. good. Yeah. Besides that, there's only that's like a, yeah. a light narrative. No, no, uh, no, because it did go catastrophically wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah. women got raped and digitally penetrated. They say digitally penetrated a what lot. What do you mean di- digitally penetrated? fingered? Like when women were crowd surfing, oh, oh, they would that, finger oh, oh, them. Digitally penetrated. Yeah. Well, I know you. And they do, do that. show like because it was the era of flashing at the concert. The second a lady puts her tits up, you see ten hands come up from the crowd, and like there's a lot of strangers cupping breasts. Even uh, Dexter from The Offspring comes out, and he was like, "Hey, I notice you guys are groping a lot of women when they come across the yeah, top." He's yeah. just like, "Don't do that." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he starts playing self-esteem. Yeah. Making powerful music. 
Yeah. What? Children got raped. Oh, I, 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 I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure awful things happened. I just, uh, it, it's just the idea that you know the anger. It's just, it's they don't, you know. And then you Moby, have nothing to be angry about. That's so sniveling. That's so sniveling. Well, and where they did go you know, wrong, they, someone, one, you're the only one who's had anger. The shortage. No, of, it sucks. It was the shortage of water. And you shouldn't have had new metal, new metal bands here. Like Woodstock should always be chill ass fucking like rock. Yeah. Because do you remember Woodstock '94? No, I don't. Were you actually. on board with that? No, because that I, was I like grungy. That was like a mix of grunge and old '60s. Like they even had people from the '69 Woodstock. But yeah. this one, they were like, let's throw Rage Against the Machine and yeah, Alana Mo- yeah, and Alanis yeah. Morissette in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was I mean, just a t- the well, wrong. Let's be mixture. honest. The, the entire. The festival thing in general is an aggressive thing, isn't it? <laughs> like just having any festival and having that many people get together. It's just that, you know, you, things are just bad stuff is going to happen. So, I mean, it's not cool. Here you is know? Fred Durst now. I, I'm looking forward to seeing. I want to see how, how it's portrayed, you know, and just, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, there definitely was a, you know. You look at that. You see that? What? Is that him on the right? Yeah. With that fucking hair? Hold on. He's a movie director now. Look at that. Oh my god! Did shave your fucking look at that? He like reversed it. He took his chin and flipped it upside down and put it on his nose. He and he probably did that consciously to do that. I like how he looks. I mean, I think, but it's just look at that hair. He looks like fucking. Was he Rip fucking Taylor? (laughs) To whip around a confetti out of a fucking shiny silver. He looks like hello. He looks like unfaithful era Richard Gere. (laughs) <laughs> with the hair a little bit yeah he i don't i know there were some women who thought he was like a he was a he was kind of a rugged guy he was sort of dangerous fred durst you know he was badass you know yeah it women was a, of a certain that's era that's another thing about this woodstock it was at a paved air force base it was just sucking up the sun and shit Oh because they had it at an air force base because i guess in 94 they busted the fence and like they lost money because people just snuck in yeah so they wanted to make this like impenetrable but i'll tell you what was penetrable the vaginas of young yeah, ladies yeah, that yeah. Were there. i'm sure i'm sure bad things happened absolutely yeah i'm sure it did. but you know what corn sure. ripped it you know <laughs> and that's always yeah, good. i'm looking forward to seeing it. i want to see the lens of how it's interpreted by the because i guess for me if if that is stated as a as a thesis of what do they have to be upset about no no uh it's more of there were no the 90s were a time of like wildly excessive economic i know oh absolutely i mean clinton absolutely. was in there fucking you know was doing so fucking well. yeah you no, go to college and get a job that i know for your college you weren't you know, carrying $80,000 worth of debt. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like, no, there's, there was so much opportunity. There was yeah. so much to look forward to. There was so much optimism. And then you have these angry white kids being angry white kids. When, like, the, the fact, fact is that all the same issues that are dealt with now they were existing back then too there was fucking racial here's tension. also what i so I, even like you know here's I, also at the time and i will i'm not speaking on the because tw- the, yeah. they were older than me yeah but when i would go to concerts and act like that it's just because i thought that that's how you acted at metal shows yeah, it had nothing yeah. to do with like i'm taking out my parents divorce here it was just like no i'm at a metal show so i'm yeah. supposed to like punch people in the pit like that's just uh, yeah. what you do yeah it's it's just it's almost know, like performing with there's the a band. lot of turds in the world what can you say people are assholes you know 
That's just what it is, you know. People just they suck for the most part. So moving on, you here's know? here's how we're gonna. We, I'm we looking can, forward to watching it. Though. I'm gonna watch it you to know? go to something less aggressive and more like realistic, uh, <laughs> philosophically aggressive. Yeah, a new He-Man show came out on netflix were you a he-man guy obviously uh, not no nah, i was a bit too old but i remember it I, yeah i remember watching big, a little big bit for yeah, two years absolutely like like 83 to 84 85 exactly i remember like kind of i was still i was 14 G. I. Joe was I, big I, I couldn't watch watching cartoons was uh you were immature if you did it at that age so i remember but, but kind of fighting that a little bit because i still kind of liked him <laughs> hell yeah so yeah I, I watched a little bit of he or i, I knew of it i knew of he-man and Skeletor was like his. his He's as, gay. Oh, is it, He's oh, the, a gay the actor. <laughs> oh, the gays love Skeletor. No, the character. People, there's like a theory that Skeletor is gay. <laughs> He's hilarious. like that first. Yes, he man. <laughs> That's I'm a- the effeminate villain. You will sit on my sword. God. So, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so what, what is what the happened? Yeah. Kevin Smith, the clerk's guy. Yeah. He remade He-Man, and I guess he kills He-Man and Skeletor in the first episode, and then the rest of the show is his crew, like the masters of the universe, trying to go find magic to bring him back to life, and then at the end of the five episodes, they bring him back to life, and then it looks like they kill him again. So everybody was like, he made this show woke. It's about Tila. It's just about the female secondary characters. They did like he lied to us because Kevin because the trailer is all He-Man and then he like they were because a lot of these nerds are worried, right? Anything that someone goes on, they're going to wokeify it. So he kind of reassured everybody like, yeah, it's going to be the same He-Man. Don't fucking worry. Oh, God. And then so everybody he fucking lied. He fucking <laughs> it was such a backlash that he had to ruin the second half of the first season and basically say like He-Man's not dead. The second five episodes are going to have so much fucking He-Man, He-Man. in it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna overcompensate. Like yeah, everything. Jesus Christ. Uh, but let's watch a couple videos of these people fucking freaking out. This is unbelievable that people actually post shit about this. They get, oh, it actually he, do you want to do you want to feel worse? Mind. So we get God. about twenty. I'm going to be honest with the listeners uh, here. Do you want to fucking Roman Empire? We get declining. about crow. Our show gets about twenty seven views. Yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. This one yeah. has 10,384. Yeah, I believe it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you poo so poo on it, but people watch it. Oh, I, of course. I, I, I'm a, of course they watch That's why I'm upset. That's why this episode is called Kevin Smith Lied. God. People tried to tell me, but nope. I just didn't listen. It looks like Kevin Smith lied, guys. That's right. Kev- oh, no. He lied to us. Lied. He man. You mean a vegan lied? And <laughs> is not he man. He is. Sh- Look at that. Uh, Look dumb. at that. That's Dahmer. Oh, that's fucking. His glasses have a pedophile. That's Dahmer. If he started doing stand up. You know? Yeah, it's it's just. Uh, and that what's it with the milk? The, the well quaffed beard. I don't oh, know. it's that's what makes you know. it even more serial killery. I, I can know, understand I if like you just you know it's natural. I wake up. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. control it, guys. I'm such a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's, so yeah, untamed. Yeah. But he like no, he it's wants quaffed. women so bad. <laughs> I do my beer up to look as attractive as possible to not purposely not have sex with women. Is is this? So this is a part of the incel thing? Is this a- Well, I don't know. He, yeah. 
he probably would be an incel God. or like the vibe of an incel. He uh, might fuck. Who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah maybe. But let's hear what he has and, to say. And Netflix goes full on woke. As always, if you find me for the smash that like button, so he's like an alt right wannabe. No, he's just there's a whole contingent of people that like, and they're not. I don't even because a lot of people do will do like they're just alt right. There's a whole group of because there's a female people. There's a whole list of female people complaining about (laughs) this. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that they don't. They're under the belief, and they're a little right, that comic books and TV shows are forcing wokeness down your throat that like they're only remaking this stuff to unwhite it that like that like they're they're taking everything we like and they're just making it in this era's lens that like they're remaking all yeah, of our yeah, shows yeah, and like yeah 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 cramming well, fem- they're replacing all the men with female leads you know something the fact is uh, entertainment does that you know i mean it's going to repeat the cycle you know, you're going to have sort of the a, only thing i don't like you know, about that is i don't like that they just do it they don't trust it enough to just do original shit well exactly like, stop remaking yeah yeah exactly yeah, don't yeah, make yeah. james bond black and yeah. a chick just make a black chick who's a super agent yeah yeah exactly and it's exactly. someone different why does it have to be james bond yeah yeah i hear that i hear that and that's where it gets annoying of like James Bond can't be white. So we're talking about we can't, remaking. We can't live in a world where James Bond's a white guy. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Make a new character. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's plenty There's plenty of opportunity. But a there, young black kid from Harlem isn't going to grow up all fucked up because Daniel Craig is James Bond. Yeah, that, that, that just reveals how afraid people are here, I think. I don't want to take a chance. Now, that being reboot, said, we have to reboot the, it. Everybody know? wants the guy who plays Stringer Bell to be James Bond. Well, he'd be great. He'd be great. He'd and be he's great. British. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's a totally good actor. That's why it'd be good. But that's a, a scenario where it's the perfect choice. Why not have a black James Bond? I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I think go back to a white one. I don't know. I mean, I, well, they're different every time. You trying I to guess, tell me that Pierce Brosnan ended up looking like Daniel Craig? Again, there's this the, the, the way people think about entertainment. It's just it, it, they take it the so way he serious. thinks about yeah. entertainment. It, it's like it's there's not an integrity in the business. They're just selling you something. <laughs> That's all they're trying to do. Look at the chat here. I don't get why people get mad at Kevin Smith. He hasn't made anything decent in a long time. (laughs) Yeah, he he does put his daughter and everything too. Sucks. I never liked him. Clerks is actually okay. Also, and I'm sure when he went in to make the show, they probably said, "We're going to need you to put the females in this show a little bit more to the forefront than they were." And he probably came up with this cool idea to do it. Well, like, well, we'll kill He-Man and they'll yeah. be on the search. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody was like, this is a show about Tila. And also the Tila in this show, it's she's like a black, like Valkyrie, like <laughs> ambiguously Puerto Rican <laughs> fucking chick. And in the old show, it was like a ginger headed white chick. God. So I'm sure people are upset about that. It's it, more this. People want the things that they loved when they were kids to stay the same exactly, exactly. all the it's way like through. That, that's an unrealistic expectation. Grow up a little bit. So it's not so much that they're mad that Tila's like an islander now. It's just that like the, <laughs> Pacific <laughs> Islander. She checked that box off on the census form. Pacific Islander. They're exactly. just mad that like, oh, it's not the Tila from the eighties that I remember. Well, okay, you're disappointed about my little. Niche. Also, that's it's the so thing too. ridiculous to spend the emotional energy on this. 
This is why Roe v. Wade's going to be overturned because we're concerned about. Well, this. the same courts aren't dealing with that. It's not. No, it's just because well, no, because the, the court should be afraid of the this reaction of the dealt, masses. This is being dealt with know? in the court of YouTube, and you, sir, are guilty <laughs> for being gay. So okay, I I, 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 I hear some of the, I, I hear some of their points with that, but it's just I. Let's hear what he has to well, say. I mean, so what they make it well, woke. Who cares? That's fine. As long as God. the show is good. I've been go. waiting for this for a while. That first trailer was fire it was everything i was hoping it was the fire but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day it looked like kevin smith lied to us all he lied to me he lied to you he lied to jimmy ain't that right jimmy that's the little retard character he plays Jimmy's heartbroken. Thank you. So he's That's like another Southern. thing too. When these, because it's called Comics Gate, the whole nerd culture against like wokeness and like comic books, they call it Comics Gate. And they once, oh my god, once they latch on to this identity, I though, who cares about? That? But once they latch on to this identity, yeah, they try and get super edgy. So like he probably included that like dumb, re- retarded character. Yeah, yeah. to like be. Play up to like I'm fucking Ginger Alex Jones. Adam and He-Man yeah, are yeah. important, but they really serve as a backdrop in a manner similar to how Max acts as a lesser lead to Furiosa and Th- Mad they Max. Really Fury. Think Dude, like- Mad Max Fury Road is the shit. Oh, are great. people really upset that fucking Furiosa was the main in Thunder Road? Uh, I mean, or fucking uh, yeah. I mean, you know, that, that, that that movie was great. Fury I, Road. I know. I, I like that movie a lot. Politics Look at there's Tila. Damn thing we watch. You can't go Look at that. Have these D- agendas. Descendant of Dwayne Johnson right there. Politics <laughs> That's not a white gal. In every damn thing we watch. You can't go to a movie without having a politics agenda thrown in your face. You can't watch a goddamn cartoon on Netflix without agendas or politics in our damn face. Of course, Tila had to be the forefront, right? You have Tila an agenda. has to be the new lead. Has to do- That's where it gets ridiculous. How, like- how is saying something has an agenda, even an argument? Everyone has an agenda. You have an agenda. So you're not above it. You're not above the fray. Okay. Here, With dumb. that said, let me just try to play devil's advocate here for a little bit. I love Masters of the Universe. Also, what they'll do in this, and I bet he'll do it, They this is their, like, their, with their way to rationalize it. Yeah. Politics aside, it's not even good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It would be one thing if you wokeify my fucking cock every day, but it's not even good. This is just. Uh, it was the property I grew up with. I these are people that. who were you raised grew up f- with it. What were you two in 1983? <laughs> How old are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, you better be 27. Yeah, because if you're in your 40s, yeah, how dare you? <laughs> That means you're trying to look like a young Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, if he's yeah, 45. Yeah. No, he's not. He's in his 20s. He's in his late 20s. The series, I love the origin. I love the lore. I love the movie. I love the complex. I love everything about <sighs> These are people He-Man who, and the Masters of the Universe. Well, you love them. He-Man. I see a lot of Dragon Ball Z back there, you fucking liar. <laughs> and I'm willing to give this a benefit out as long as it's good storytelling. Yes, I want He-Man to be front and center, but let's just try to hope that this is just really the first oh. part of the three-part story. Let's I, I, oh, yeah. It is a great bull's hat. He should take it off, though. Yeah. We don't like turfs to wear that. I learned that. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, oh, turf's a bad thing, right? It's worse it's people who hate transgender people. I don't it, get where it comes from. That sounds like... Turf sounds like someone who fucking fishes sea off the shore. 
why does everything have to be labeled in some sort of just I don't know it'll eventually I, I when you can disagree as long as you don't shoot anybody yeah you know yeah exactly. let's not forget guys, so yeah people are, are upset about He-Man to this um and then what are we getting into this week in TV wow. history that that was a disturbing segment to me seeing that guy was disturbing it threw me off my game. He I, did I, look I like Dahmer, like right? But just this, just there's something. It's like these people who were raised on Alex Jones and like Fox News, and th- there's a certain way that they present things. It's just like they're just so. I don't know. It's it's not. It's defensive. It's defensive to me. So turf stands for trans exclusionary radical feminist. The women. That's a mouthful. Them, yeah, that's why turf. It's women who call themselves feminists, but don't stand up for trans women. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to hair split it to that point? Be happy you got an ally. Any ally. People got their flaws. No, like, I mean, but like, Ed, no, we're saying like actively hates them. Like the chick who wrote actively hates the chick who wrote Harry Potter. Why would you actively hate someone like that? Don't don't hate a trans person. Why would you do that? Yeah, but don't be mad at younger people for being mad that people hate trans people. <laughs> but, but, but it's just trying, it's people like jk Rowling does she really hate them yes hates a pretty strong she's word. she's double down she actively will tweet like yeah it's like a, it's like in her bio yeah like it's it's a legitimate issue. it's like even like it's at this point it's comical because people will be, you know so she thinks that way she's wrong uh well yeah but you know, the, but it does exist like and, but she would also say like she's the type of broad that would be like I'm a liberal I'm actually a liberal yeah well I got it I just don't think that so, someone who became a yeah. woman should fight in the MMA cage she's like that type of fucking broad I, I, I think we need to care about the massive economic and she's and even doubled that's down to, that's what we need to care about because there are else. people fans of the books who try and like. Uh, Defender, no, they her. they try and uh, uh, liken themselves to the characters of like I think this character is gay or I think this character would be trans if this world was real, and she'll like comment and be like, no, it's a straight white person. I like she doubles down and will like attack people who like try and like you know I'm a gay person and this character really touched me. Well, he's not gay, so <laughs> shut a fuck up. She's she she has her. She's turf. a wild. She bitch, has dude. her turf, so to speak. <laughs> she has her turf that she's defending. You know. Uh, so we're going through this week in TV history. But that seems like how many people are actually that way? Like fourteen? No, there's a lot. It's like a a lot of the people, a lot of leaders from like the new wave feminism are like people who transition into being female cannot possibly understand the issues that we're yeah. face. And I'm like, no, they actually understand racism and sexism. Oh, the, yeah, they, they've had to deal with it in their own way. Absolutely. We do. Absolutely. So, yeah, they've had to deal with it. They've had to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Intersectionality is a big part of feminism here. Yeah. Yeah. We need diversity and diversity, Crow. It's <laughs> basically what it boils down to. It just seems to. like it's, it, it's this manifestation of this consumerist model that we live in of just everything has been so niched down to just yes it's all well, been figured I, out here's that what there's I will 14,432 people that actually and, and it's I just marketed think, ah it's fucking so I weird think a me. niched out world and niched out entertainment is inevitable yeah, oh, just yeah, like the oh, concept yeah, of like yes. there gets to be so much money that you just can't do we can't do anything with all this money we have because it's just bursting out of the seams yeah 
this it's the same fucking thing it's late stage capitalism. Marx called it fetishism. It's it's it, it because it's late stages. It's all about fetishing. So entertainment is fetishizing things. You know, People, it's, it, it's, it, it started, rides herd on it. It started with cable, where you had the variety of channels. Yes. But then people were like, "Well, I only like Comedy Central. Yeah. So I'd like a streaming service that only has yep. comedy stuff. Yep. And it just becomes so heart, niched out. And then know. people are like, "Well, I only like Mr. Show." I only like alternative comedy, so I want a streaming service that's only Mr. Show, that only plays Mr. Show stuff. But we now live in a world where we have an infrastructure that we can do that for people. Yeah. yeah. So everything becomes so niched out. Wrestling fans, I like Absolutely. indie wrestling. I like WWE wrestling. Yeah. I like hardcore wrestling. It just, uh, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it just... Uh and yeah. people think now, well, I like it, so it should be like on TV. Yeah, it's... I, I, like, no... I, I I have a hard time accepting that and sort of I don't know it just seems the standards seem it's odd even the to same me. The way with like different. chasing an art there are people who are in stand up who are terrible and they think they shouldn't quit because well I like it yeah yeah and I'm not saying quit but like yeah yeah have some like reasonable expectations you know like you can still do stand up but don't be pissed you're not getting JFL every year this, this whole niche thing too it's just like is is that freedom? It just feels like there's something. Again, I got to go back. And In a way, it is. It, it's go entertainment back. capitalism for sure. It's it's just it's, everything has its place. The tyranny of choice. Why is having so many options deemed free? I I find that I, I don't buy that all the time. I don't buy that. that's what they're selling with that. I mean, it's, it's inevitable. It, it's it's already ha- we're in the midst of it. It's, it. The genie's out of the bottle. So we're you know we're going to TV history here. You ready? Yeah, absolutely. Man. Hell yeah gonna fucking no. sail this ship on into the ocean uh 1974 death wish came out this week how about that this was the the prison industrial complex my well my every fucking like you said every Char- charles bronson movie is like these hippies are getting away fucking with everything god damn it that that and dirty hair it's all and these fucking liberals are letting them out early these liberals they clubbed you over the head with that. There we go. Let's they watch the trailer. They clubbed you over the head with that. You, you, you want a rapist to walk on the streets? You want rapists to walk on the streets? You want that to happen? Rapists who listen to the Beatles? No, no. It costs money. It costs money to fucking build a prison. We're talking about Led Zeppelin fans, Martha. You know. Jazzy. Enjoy a typical afternoon. Jeff Goldblum was one of the rapists yep, in this. Yeah, he is. This is the opening scene. There's Goldblum. Look at that 70s apartment. I mean, this is a pretty harsh scene, actually. Jeff Goldblum calls himself Brundle Rapist in this. I I have a question. Can we hit pause? I have a question. And maybe you might know this. In terms of of women who have been raped... Well, how much of it is truly strange, like that sort of scenario, versus someone you knew? 80% is exactly exactly so that was one of the lies 80 percent of the time here's it's gonna happen these strangers are gonna break into your house unless we put them in the on death row you know it's just like no it's someone you actually know oh he said it does yeah it doesn't it doesn't happen yeah most of the time women are raped by exactly exactly so that narrative was always like these it it, it sows the seeds of mistrust between people when that's put out you know it's like this stranger's gonna come after and the stranger's to be feared but no it's the fucking uncle who's a goddamn by the way side note since we're talking about generational or like hindsight 
you see how they're spinning the Capitol riot? That the that they're political prisoners. It was Nancy Pelosi's fault. It, it, like it that's is. the way they're right because Trump's not involved anymore. But they have to make it the left's fault. They're, it, those guys are political prisoners. They were just yeah. protesting. This is all Nancy Pelosi's fault. Yeah, it, it, it is literally like when you were in kindergarten outside. And, no, I'm not. You are. No, I'm not. You are. No, I'm not. It's literally that. That is the level of the debate. No, I'm not. You. No, you are. You well, are, it's all because they don't want to lose voters. It's just. Ugh. It's just so protest. they don't want to come out and say like, yeah, those protesters are despicable because you know, they're going to vote for them. Well, I mean, I, if they don't want to lose voters, they should tell them to get the fucking vaccine. Oh, exactly. To me, to me, that's the cruel irony of it all. Their whole voter suppression is going to be is going to be taken down. What do you think Bronson by, thought by about the vaccine? The death of their fucking voters. Well, I, I know what he was. Bronson would have taken it. See, Bronson has a character arc in this. He's a liberal early, and he's an architect, and he's a liberal. But then this event happens, and it beca- he becomes a vigilante. Vigilanteism was a big thing in the seventies in movie themes. Big thing. It was all these fucking hippies are out of control. The real fear. I'm sorry. She died a few minutes ago, Mister Crazy. Your fucking daughter's dead. He was old then. <laughs> He looks like a what? A white Danny Trejo. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, there wouldn't be a Danny Trejo without him, without Bronson. He's very much of the Bronson tree. This is the story of a man who decided to clean up the most violent town in the world. All of New York City. It's very much New York just and being one like, night was cleaned up. The super cops leave off. A lot of, lot of racial deaths now. A lot of blacks getting killed in this. Hey, blood. <laughs> What do you think, Super Jack? You want to go? Oh yeah, that, that's a uh, not Robert Prosky. You understand? Not too many people know that the mayor, you know, the political system is corrupt. That's my favorite this part. Is, I'm, this very much ties into the mass shooter. Now I'm telling you, it is the same fucking mentality. It, it, the mass shooter of today, it, it is that same mindset. I'm sorry. Go ahead though. It's disgusting what Republicans are saying about the Capitol riot. James Bailey says it absolutely yeah, is. Yeah. I love this scene in trailers when they cut to like the like the the music, and then they cut to the villain laying out his plan. Yeah, yeah. Like, look how they do it right here. Specifically, listen to this. The environment change is palpable. Like, let me go back so you get the full thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then they just cut a scene. Where all the super cops leave off. Bugging has gone down by how much? They just like hard cut yeah. that in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They might as well shove it in in front of you on yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's that. stark. Aggressive and, editing. Uh, yeah. You want to keep it that way? Huh? Oh no, we have to keep it that way, this whole city would explode. Exactly. You see, he's a, he's a vigilante. He's going to clean up New York. And, and, and they're trying to go after him, but they can't, they can't get him. I urge him in the name of law and order to desist from this one man. I mean, he's a fucking serial murderer. <laughs> oh, he murders, I mean, he murders multiple people I mean, for no like, reason. It's all people he murders people it's just so questioning people. Like, he'll ask someone, where's Diamond Jack? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then they'll tell him, and they'll just blow their brains out. Yeah, hippie f- Fuck. You see, what's interesting about this, I don't show this. He goes to Tucson, Arizona, where a buddy of his is at. Oh, oh uh, Vincent Gardenia. Vincent Gardenia. Um, yeah, they, they had some actors. Hope Lang. She was in this. She was in, she was in a... Wasn't she the mother in E.T.? Yeah. Uh, that Hope, Hope Lang, yeah. I she, think. Yeah, I could be wrong. That, yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the final scene of the movie. Uh, what a good fucking pose. That, that is... Uh, 
I'm, I'm telling you that that is directly tied to the uh, to the mass shooters of now. I'm, the, the mindset of the paranoia that was actually in the sort of culture at that time, all in response to the 60s, all of it in response. These fucking liberals are letting these people go out in the street and express themselves. That no, no, not allowed. They're criminals. These people. We got to build fucking prisons. We got to do that. We we have to because the death penalty we'll needs to, to come. TV the death penalty talk. didn't exist in this country for ten years. That changed. That used to be a news story. Are you the for death, death penalty? penalty? Uh, no, no. I, I if if it was feasible to be a hundred percent accurate, yes, I would be. It's but it's barbaric. it's not possible. It it's, it's killed innocent people and people is barbaric. I don't, I don't yeah, it's yeah. Barbaric. Honestly, yeah. though, if we're st- if we're talking about really going green, yeah. We're going to need to start killing people. Well, it's it's already happening with this fucking response to this pandemic. But uh, isn't that what you uh, so here's uh, saving private Ryan aired. Wow. Uh, let's watch the trailer for or, that. Or, or was uh, here's what I'm interested in. And mostly for this is how because that Death Wish trailer that looked like a trailer from the 70s. That oh, had yeah. a classic vibe to it. Yep. This is a trailer from 1998, which is which is 20. So it's in between 74 and 2021. So right? let's see how vintage this feels. <laughs> yeah. So it's because 20- it's also been fandangoed. Yeah. Which they like fucking do all sorts of bells and whistles to it. They fucking yeah. bedazzle it. Yeah. So it's 24 years from 74 to 98, and then 98 to now is, is isn't that 23 years? 24. Oh, yeah, the audio is a little VHS-y. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, stills. Yeah. Trying to show you the real fucking thing. Again. <laughs> Somebody has to tell Steven Spielberg and Tom. It's over. They didn't fight. You didn't fight. In the Second World it's War. It's over. The war's over. We all believe the Holocaust happened. <laughs> but it is a, you know, it's it, they're trying to capture the grandness oh, of bro, the Oh, bro, this is a two-minute trailer. Yeah, look at this. Private. Matt Damon. God, they're laying it on. Yeah, they're really making Man, this seem they're like laying it on thick. they're trying to make it seem like this is like a legit fucking story. I hate this trailer. Yeah. I'm really upset about this trailer because because I love. Huh? Yeah, Josh Hartnett, and they threw a love story in that. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't fucking Kate Beckinsale in that? Oh, absolutely. She's perfect. Oh, of course. Again, the Jacqueline Bassett. Here we go. A little uh, movement. We got a little fucking reality. Yeah. Now we know it's a movie. We're not just reading a newspaper. In the it last... made it seem like they were going to show you a newspaper the whole movie. Yeah. You know my era yeah, yeah. in reading. <laughs> exactly. God forbid. Yeah, this is... Well, I mean, I got to admit, this this filming of war was definitely deemed like... And this is also when they wanted to give no plot away in the trailer. Yeah. Like, even the Death Wish one was, like, so random and cut up. Yeah, yeah. Now, half the movie is just, like, <laughs> give the plot away. Edward Burns, size drug addict. Yeah. You know. Ed Burns is, like, he made indie movies, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Weekend at McDuffie's or whatever the fuck that yeah, movie's yeah, called. Drinking at an Irish bar. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the fucking yeah. Right, it didn't it win. What, what won the what won the Oscar that year? Ninety eight. So it, it would be the ninety nine uh, yeah, Oscar, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it wasn't Saving Private Ryan. 
And I remember being kind of surprised. Was, was it? It wasn't. Was it American Beauty? No, that was a year before. That American one for Beauty. script. I'm going to. The, I'm trying to be quick with going to the TV. There's no way I, I put that out there. It's kind of yeah. It's I, I put you in a no. I like position. crow. You, I'm trying to do nine hours on here. You know, I'm trying to fucking. <laughs> It's it seems like it's just the same Hallmark movie. God, look at that sketch artist. They paid someone to do that too. I have to show these to Kyle. I can't. Sketch. Kyle, oh crow, you're gonna hate this. What? Guess what you think won? Uh, well, it, it wasn't American Beauty, but it was. Uh, it was starring. Uh, uh, oh, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love won, oh, won Best Picture. <laughs> Spielberg won for Best Director. Roberto Benigni came up second. Uh, John Madden directed Shakespeare in Love. You're gonna go down here, boom, and then you're gonna drink the. And when you enter, it's gonna happen. Bang, exactly. And then they'll come over to the side, exactly. But she's not gonna be dead. You're gonna wake up, boom, and then she's gonna see that you're alive. You know. Poor impression of Frank Caliendo doing John Madden. By the way, I showcased with Frank Caliendo at a, a club in a trailer park in South Milwaukee. How'd that go? 1997. I, I had a couple of friends from high school come see me. I had a decent set. Uh, his John Madden was spot on. Who the fuck is Roberto Benigni? Oh, he was in a, um, uh, an Italian actor. Oh, um, man. That guy looks like the least actor. Uh, yeah. What was his What was his movie? That Life was is huge? Beautiful. Yeah, Life is Beautiful. That was like deemed a very touching movie of its time. Did people die? Well, it's about the uh, Italian response to like, the occupation and war. Gwyneth Paltrow won Best Actress. Exactly. She for, for Shakespeare. For, for being raped by Harvey is, Weinstein. Isn't love? Oh, Shakespeare. Is so British. All right. James what? Coburn. Stand period Best Supporting movies. for Affliction. Best Supporting oh, yeah. Actress was Judi Dench for Shakespeare in Love. God. Shakespeare in Love won for Screenplay. Uh, over Life it and Beautiful. It almost swept it all. Shakespeare in love. Isn't God. that movie kind of like uh, summer blockbustery? It's boring as fuck. I yeah, yeah. I, I, I never saw it. I, I is it crap. like Romeo? Is it like? Do they? Let me try and guess how what they do. Is it about Shakespeare, but the plays were like his life? Is it more like? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's about like the real thing, like it's yeah, Romeo yeah. and Juliet, but what inspired him to write the fucking? Play? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't that, that, that's what she is? She's the muse. Is she Anne Hathaway? Because Anne Hathaway, it's, it blows me away that Anne Hathaway is actually named after Anne what Hathaway. What if Shakespeare in Love was just so two hours of... Actor pretentious. Two hours of Judy Dench being painted in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> Moving your shoulder back. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. the, the, you hear the flap, you hear skin flapping the together. <laughs> As she's moving. <laughs> it sounds like me. No, 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 no. Okay, here's a good one. Here is a good one. Uh, 1990, Roseanne Barr sings the national anthem at the Cincinnati Red San Diego Padres game. Oh, man, that was 1990? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was it was a college. random fucking game. Yeah. Was oh, it yeah. Monday Night Baseball or something? No, no, no. She's what well, they caught. What, this was very much like the Republican hitting the cultural war. Like Hollywood is just, you know, desecrating the flag and these liberal Jews in Hollywood with their imagery. We must have a voice against Hollywood. Right wing America. Traditional values are under attack. Fuck off. Eat shit. You're a terrible human being. You murder people. Here we go. So you hide behind abortion, you piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going on. The fuck happened? Yeah, because George Bush responded to this the next day. This, what, what day was this again? Did they say the day on this? 
I it's just 1990. Yeah, it was 1990. God, I, I was uh, I was in college when this happened. She also just. I like, hate that it's not playing on the TV. I really hate it. No, but it's not playing in our headphones. Oh, oh. Yeah, it, it's yeah, because because she did a you know whatever sort of a. Uh, she could have been she could have been canceled by the right, you know. That was a chance she was going to be canceled by the right. All right, I'm gonna have to blast because she this. you know she she desecrated. And it's in San Diego, which is a military town. It is a conservative town. Is San Diego? Oh, it's ruined my mood. She's getting booed. Ugh. Then she spits and grabs herself at the end. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to the TV to see if this oh, works it, on the it, cable. It, it's also like, well, yeah, man. She, Roseanne Barr had so issues. She, she's talented, but she was, she's a disturbed woman. Roseanne Barr. She was sexually abused, I think, repeatedly by her Here father. we go. No, it still fucking doesn't work. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And then tell her get fat Tom Arnold. Yeah, yeah, hugging her like she did this great thing. Dude, he's right about there. to go peel that open. He's also yeah. They also were just blowing a lot of coke. I'm sure. Wow, we get to see the aftermath a little bit. That hairstyle was. so I'm disgusted early 90s. that this audio is not coming through. Well, it's you know, it's okay, dude. No, because uh, it means James can't hear it. Oh, okay, okay, man. Okay. It's kind of vital to the show. Hey, man. You know, sometimes these things happen, man. It's tough to produce a quality show like this, man. It's <laughs> sometimes it's harder, you know, pull it off. But it was just working. See, this one works. It's just that video. Look at Stone Phillips. All right. So also yeah. in 97, Autumn Jackson found guilty of trying to extort Bill Cosby for $40 million. But that was because of a... Of a she was a, saying a he pregnancy. was her daughter. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He which, was like, which, I'm, I'm Bill Cosby's daughter. Did they do a genetic you test? Think he can, yeah, he did a paternity test. And you it came think, back negative? You think he... She came out of the woodwork and was like, I am Bill Cosby's. And she was like, daughter. And he was like, oh, thank God. Oh, oh, oh no, no, exactly. Oh, that's thank a, God. Well, that's my all mind she said. Is, you know, he's a fucking rapist. And he probably knocked a woman up in fucking 75 or whatever it was. Bill or, Cosby giving blood you know. for a paternity test just three days after a young woman it's who just, claimed to be his daughter was convicted. Everyone of knew he was creepy for so bitch. long. Autumn Jackson has long claimed to be Cosby's illegitimate daughter. But until now, he has refused to take the test that would settle the matter once and for all. So why the I will only take the test if a crew of white people sit and watch me take the test. I find it interesting that fucking Hannibal basically canceled him. Got him canceled. It's not over. Not over. By a not long over. Time. Because in the days after a jury yeah, found I this young this. woman guilty. This young, abortion. beautiful woman. That is the Autumn Jackson, Bill Cosby story. 
continued to unfold like a daytime soap opera. Watching this through our modern lens, you could see this being the truth, right? Oh, the second I saw this in history, I was like, I didn't even know it was about him, her being the daughter. I just was like, oh, he raped her. No, 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 no. She deserves that 40 mil. This is the product of him raping another woman. When he got caught for the rape, she came back out of the woodwork and tried to get the money. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Vera live show on CNBC. Cosby's lawyer dropped this bombshell. Mr. Cosby is having blood drawn for a DNA test right now. What happened between Monday morning? Look at him. But this is before he caught pedophiles. Wow. Yeah. That's pedophile guy. Yeah, absolutely. Bill came to the conclusion that the only the only way Autumn was ever going to learn the truth. Do you know why we called you here? You said <laughs> that. So Bill uh, Cosby's daughter setting up pedophiles. Autumn is entitled to know the truth. <clears throat> Yeah. Not the first time Cosby thought about taking such a test. He actually scheduled one a few years ago. Ironically, he backed out at the last minute. He began to be concerned that uh, if he were to show up at a laboratory, uh, he doesn't want us. To, he has diabetes, and he doesn't want us to find that out. So. And then it was going to damage his diabetic. reputation. He's diabetic. During Jackson's extortion trial, her defense lawyers tried to show that Boy, Cosby he, he, had Talk about a guy who got defrocked, man. He, I mean, he had justifiably so. He's wearing a Tuskegee shirt. What if, I mean. Support Autumn Jackson as he did financially and emotionally for all those years if, in fact, he wasn't her father. Because he was trying to smash that. Look how, look how young he is. Stone oh, Phillips. Lawyer? No, Stone that, Phillips. that's Peter. Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's not Stone Phillips. That's the fucking uh, Chris Hansen. Oh, yeah. Stone Phillips was the beginning. Was yeah, the handsome yeah. son of a bitch from the beginning. Stone Phillips wanted, like, he was just like, Peter Jennings, I'm taking you out, you old fuck. Yeah. Tom broke ass. Bill Cosby, who knows the real answer, is Autumn Jackson's mother. And late today, her attorney hinted on MSN. My daughter's a lying bitch. Jackson might consider taking part in God, the 90s looks so weird. If Cosby would plead for leniency. Yeah, that's even still kind of. Yeah, and that's late 90s, too. He's prepared to. I yeah, thought, it is. Absolutely. I thought that was the future. When I was in, nine, like in oh, 97, yeah. I was like, dude, we're living in like double dragon era la oh I, you know absolutely like absolutely. demolition man yeah era. absolutely absolutely and it's it looks so dated now federal prison There's it's stone. just again it's now here's Tom jane paulie the program note thanks jane thanks jane. would be is to preserve the product man just a quick little shot of howard stern there yeah absolutely so uh, uh let's I'm, go I'm kind of i don't really want to watch that i'm running out of steam a little bit buddy are you yeah absolutely you don't want to watch paul rubens jerk off in a fucking let, movie let, theater? Let, let's watch this because this was 30 years ago this week i remember this was this was fucking wildfire of a story people i mean this was salacious it was just like back door right into the courtroom so i mean it's just the same now it's just better now look how it's young like, he looks it's accelerated so they much tried to make now. him look like a little boy for this trial yeah well, this no, no, was they, just a little boy acting as a man jerking his dick this off this is peewee herman if you understand from the groundlings theater peewee herman oh he could hear so James could hear. We just couldn't hear. Okay. You make that assumption. The drama happens. See, this is that's when, you know, they were bad at showing trials because they would just I don't want to hear a judge talk to Paul Rubens. Yeah. Throw a little flash in it. Yeah. That's yeah. what the OJ trial. It would be just a camera on OJ. And then you'd hear a disembodied Judge Ito <laughs> mumbling for fucking yeah. four hours. Yeah. I don't want to watch OJ react to a judge for four hours. Throw some shots, some angles. 
They're probably not allowed to do that. It's probably very strict. Yeah. Very, very strict. You have to have it in one spot, and that's it. We're providing security for you, too, as well. And being here today. That is a 90s fat man. He, he, he died of a grabber. Oh, yeah. He had a grabber. At the fucking Denny's. At the strip club. Look at that fucking font. That font should just be called 1991. That's what it should be called. That font should be called. Look at that. The, the way the letters are kind of off a little bit. Here. To do it, to sh- if you want to see 90s font, we're closing on this. This will be a celebration. Uh, we'll watch Atlanta get the Olympics in 93. Do you rem- do you remember this? They didn't get it in 93. It would have been much before that 1990, time. Oh, oh, 90, they got, oh, this is when they get awarded that. awarded in 1993. Awarded in 93? Yeah. Three years it took to, to, to prepare. Usually they award that much, much earlier, I thought. Yeah, because this that. is them celebrating. Remember, like, Chicago got kicked out in 2009 for the, the 2016 all, Olympics. I would like to express... The gratitude Going to everything shitty Atlanta movement to the six candidate cities, their oh. countries and the people. What year is this? 93. 93? In our centennial games of Was it the hundredth Olympics? Ninety-six. Yeah. 1896. And Man, Richard Jewell really did make a splash. Of the International Olympic Committee. It is my duty and honor. To announce to the world the name of the host city for the game. All right. Of the twenty-six. Get to it. Olympiad. You fucking Mongolian or whatever. The they fuck kicked the first one out. Yeah, I'll be curious who what the six cities are, or they maybe open with Atlanta. What the fuck is going on? Is I forgot my glasses, bro. The International Olympic Committee has awarded the 1996 Olympic Games to oh. the city of Atlanta. Yeah. I think George Bush blows his fucking load. Look at that. Yeah, Atlanta was there. The, the that Braves was... are getting a new stadium. Yeah, and they already have a new one now from that one. It's yeah. crazy. That's how long ago this was. Well, they kind of built that one. Old Turner Field was kind of half-ass put together. Like, I think, I think it, yeah, probably for Like the it Olympics, was a random yeah. like track stadium and they kind of shoved a baseball field into yeah, yeah, it. Like yeah, I guess yeah. it was a bad stadium. Yeah. At the Olympic... Uh, Fulton uh, County Olympic Stadium. That, that, that was a dual-purpose stadium, boy. As well, there you can see Maynard, Maynard Jackson. Uh, Leonard Jackson was still the mayor. He was still the mayor. Yeah. Holy shit. He was a mayor during the Atlanta child murders. Did, did you, did you, oh, did the you Wayne Williams? Doc- yeah, yeah. Did you ever see that documentary? No. It's pretty good. I, I liked it. I thought it was decent. Just about the investigation and kind of... So you, you look at it through this lens, Crow, he's really a righteous fucking cleanser of young white kids. Who? who, who, who? Oh, he was oh. just cleaning toxic masculinity off the street, Wayne Williams. Oh, come on. Just Jesus nipping Christ. it at the butt. I, I, I don't know if there was any correlation. Yeah, he was... He was, you know, he himself was a toxic well, male. Well, there's he was actually, a murderer. well, there's actually a. That's one of a conspiracy is that uh, there's some black people who don't think Wayne Williams was the well, guy. Well, they, they that talk they, about that. The that cops in there. framed him. They talk about that in there, and and you know, and they talk to a lot of people who still live, who live in Atlanta. Older people remember that time, and, and they don't buy it. But it's just the fact is they stopped happening after they arrested him and put him in prison. They stopped happening, and it's like yeah. that's and and you know, <laughs> well, didn't Wayne Williams admit to it? 
Uh, well, they go into it in the documentary, but uh, no, I know, you know, I don't think he ever admitted to it. But but the, but the FBI profile—he looked that, like Arthur Ashe. The, the, yeah, the, the FBI profile had him down pretty good. Like they kind of knew what his personality was. Wonder- like he, he was involved in some of the search parties because he wanted to be around kind of the action and the excitement of that. You know, like he and his father went around to some of the search parties to look for the kids, but also as, as coverage in case he, you know, he was a, a suspect potentially. But it, when that thing went on, that was like a, I mean, literally, it was like 28 kids got murdered, man. Oh, he yeah. was on a rampage for a solid, like, three to four years. It was a real problem. The city of Atlanta was, they talk a lot about that, just how there was such pressure to get it solved. Hmm? <laughs> they are funny. They are. I respect them. Uh, well, <laughs> I tell you what, we were on a rampage. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, 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 gotta, I gotta wind it down, man. All right. Running out of steam. Well, here. thanks for listening, Bailey. Absolutely. Thanks for being on the live chat. We'll be here. As always, we're here every Saturday night live. You can follow uh, Crocious at Insecure Comic. Yes. Uh, on social, he's at on Twitter, Adam Crocious everywhere else. Um, yes. I am Keith Pazel. It's fun. Uh, follow the show. You can now watch live at KeithPazel.com. Just go to the homepage and the video will be playing live. Uh, go to uh, the pay-per-view link and throw us a little donation. It's oh. how we keep the show alive. Absolutely. Thank uh, you, everybody. Other than that, we'll see you next week. We love you guys. Yep.